This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk shit. Episode 15. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. What a dick. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-T-P! W-A-T-P! Hello, everybody, it's the Ruse. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show where the Super Chats are the content. I'm your host, Carl, with me today, a mid-host for the midweek from the All Apologies Podcast, it's Podcaster Andy! Let's talk shit! Let's talk some shit, Andy! Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. We'll be recording part 14 of Easy For You To Say later tonight! That's right. So if you are on Supercast or Patreon, you got a link to that. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, we'll be diving into Centering John's book yet again for more ABB. <laughs> Always be bashing. And I put in the teaser, I didn't even listen to it yet. I'm like, tune in to find out who John's bashing now. Oh, yeah. Because it's always somebody's. Really is a treat. Yeah. <laughs> That's Centering Some good John. stuff coming up. You know, it's fun, too, because a lot of the Centering John content has kind of dried up and people have kind of moved on, but the book is fantastic. It's the yeah. gift that keeps it on giving. It really is. I, I love his autobiography. It really was uh, a good thing for him to do for us. Yeah. I don't know if he had me in mind when he wrote it, <laughs> but either way, I do appreciate that. Carl would like this before I have his legs broken. <laughs> Dedication. <laughs> Carl Hamburger. I mentioned visiting whoarethese.com. Another thing you'll find on there is a link to our tickets for the Magic Bag, yep. Ferndale, Michigan, Friday, September 15th. You can now get your tickets. Also, WATPLive.com will redirect you to the page where you can purchase your tickets. We have VIP tickets for sale. We have GA for sale, which is short for GAY. <laughs> it's, right, <yeah. laughs> it's right next to the Y section. <laughs> we both try to do the same joke. <laughs> Whatever. I beat you to it. Yeah. I win again. <laughs> The Magic Bag, where we sold out last year and just had so much fun. I'm really looking forward to it. We're actually going to spend more time in Ferndale this year because we had such a great time there. Looking forward to that. So if you're in the Detroit area, you have no excuse. And if you're not, it's a fun place to go. 
Yeah. I definitely recommend it. I can't wait to go back. It's going to be good. Yeah. I'm going to try oh, to get yeah. to the uh, Wolverines football game on Saturday. Maybe get out to a uh, Detroit Tigers game. We're going to do it all. <laughs> what have we done today? I feel like we did it all. We've done it all. Also, we encourage our listeners to go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comment section today. We'll be reviewing a show called The Bobby Bone Show. This was a suggestion from Steve from Texas, God's favorite state in God's favorite country on God's favorite planet. We have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This show hosted by Bobby Bones with Eddie Garcia, Amy Brown, Lunchbox, Mike D, Raymundo, Morgan Hulesman, and Utility Hillary Borden. If you've heard the name Bobby Bones before, because I have, Bobby Bones was a full-time mentor on American Idol. Okay. He also was the winner of season 27 of Dancing with the Stars. So the Bobby Bones show is a morning radio show. It's currently heard in more than 150 radio stations of the U.S., Canada, and U.K., according to Wikipedia. I'm like, the U.K.? This is a show out of Nashville. Very country music oriented. For some reason, people in the U.K. are listening to this, I guess. I mean, Wikipedia can't. Somebody in iHeart U.K. is really earning their paycheck. Right. They're like pumping it up. The Bobby Bone Show has an estimated audience of nearly 9.2 million listeners a week. And the show's largest market is Chicago. You guys done with the fun facts? Can we get to it? Yes, please. All right. Let's talk about how this show starts off. Now, this is a morning show. And morning shows bring energy. They want to wake you up in the morning. You set your alarm. 6 a.m. You want to hear this. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Feels like Tuesday, but I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Got that Monday off, and so everything's all all wonky now. But let's go around the room. When it comes to content, he does the most, and to a bunch of nine-year-olds, they call him coach. Here he is, Eddie. <laughs> Here's the question. Who did Bobby play golf with? Because I have a buddy that works at a golf course, and he says, hey, look, he texted me, he said, hey, I think Bobby's playing today. And he sent me a picture of the tee time, and it said, Bobby Bones... Eddie Garcia, which I had to cancel, I wasn't going, and Willy Wonka. <laughs> and I'm like, what? This Bobby playing with a celebrity, but he can't put his name in there, so he did Willy Wonka? Oh. That's my question. Who that was is, it, bro? That is a question I will not answer on the air. Great start. Oh, yeah. Hey, That's something interesting might have happened, did it? No, nah, I'm not going to tell you about yeah, it. I'm not going to tell you about that. At least say that you're going to tell us at the end of the show. So yeah, we listen to the something, end. right. Say it was an Oompa Loompa. I don't know, something. Prick tease. So this was today's episode. Did you listen to today's episode? I did. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we should have talked about that. But that's okay. There was a lot to get to. There's a lot going on on this show. Oh, my God. When you're rattling off the number of co-hosts, how many people does it take to make a piece of shit show? A lot. Yeah. A- apparently, there's a lot of people involved. Only in one this. if it's this show, but yeah. that show's got like eight people. Oh, somebody mentioned, by the way, the real claim to fame for Bobby Bones is that apparently he fucked Nikki Glaser. Yeah. I-, I think that she revealed that on the Howard Stern show. I'm not... Incorrect on that. You know, I was fucked over Nikki Glazier's Chad Zumach, but that's a different story Brag. that we told on this show a, a different time. So you notice there, he's going around the room. So the thing he wants to do is introduce you to all the people in the room. So he starts yeah. off with like, hey, what's going on with you, Eddie? And then it's Every, like... Everything has to be a little Dr. Seuss rhyme. Yeah, it's that cute. Is, so it's extra fucking lame. Let's go over to Lunchbox. Let's see what's happening with Lunchbox. <sighs> okay, moving on. He does a sports podcast with Ray, and he's just now learning about 401k. Here's Lunchbox. Does Netflix have like a celebrity exception rule? Because everybody's like, oh, Netflix is going to block you from sharing passwords. You're not going to be able to use Netflix because 
I borrow my in-laws. Like, I don't pay for it. Like, I use their account. Guess what? I'm still rocking Netflix, guys. So all this, oh, it's going to get canceled. You're not going to be able to use Netflix. They must have something where they can, like, know it's a celebrity TV and they just let it go. This is unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if I came in and I was like, hey, guys, guess what? I had split pea soup for lunch. I got to tell you, lunch is the most important meal of the day, especially with split pea soup. Guys, guess what? I'll be to split pea soup. Wait, I'm, I'm not saying anything interesting at no. all. I'm just like saying it like a fucking ass clown. Right. And that's supposed to be a show. Yeah, no. What he literally said there, as a normal adult would say it, is... Yes, I was reading how like Netflix is you can't share passwords anymore, but it's still working for me. Yeah. It's just like, whoa, yeah. I must be a celebrity. Keep doing it till uh, whoa, Netflix. Netflix. All right, so then <laughs> um now let's move over to Amy. Yeah. And uh Amy, wow, she's got a story. Holy crap, strap in for this one. You folks. thought split pea soup was stupid. Yeah, <laughs> guys, pull over on the side of the road if you're driving. When it comes to moms, she thinks she is cool, and she thought it was a sign when she saw ducks in her pool. Here she is. Amy, everybody. I took the kids to see the new Little Mermaid, which is the live action version, and it was so good. I loved it. My kids loved it. We give it four mermaids out of five. That's pretty good. Well, what would you like about it? I mean, for... I well, I asked the kids. They just said four, but then for me, it's like, oh, I just so nostalgic. Like the original, like the cartoon. Sometimes, like the real life stuff. I was like, hmm. The prince sometimes was throwing me off, but I totally enjoyed Who's it. The prince. I don't know his name. Well, that question threw her off. What did you like about it? She's like, oh fuck. There's a follow up question. I don't even think she saw this movie. No. She had nothing for that. What did you like about it? I don't know. That's, yeah. It was a movie before. Remind me of the cartoon. Yeah, right. That's basically what she said. I give your uh, review ten out of ten. Blowfish because it blows. <laughs> that was not a good review of the movie, but very exciting that you saw a movie with your children. That's awesome. All right, so this is. We're still talking about the Little Mermaid here, and they're talking about the one guy. I don't know why he brought this up. He's like, people don't know this, but the story of the Little Mermaid is a, a mermaid who wants to be human. I'm like, well, you yeah, know, we know that. But he's like, keeps <laughs> explaining one it. one thing I know. Yeah, he just keeps explaining it over again. He's like, no, no, no. Like, there's a song about him. Like, yeah, no, it's like the plot. I know. I get it. Like, she looks like a human anyway. Let's be honest. She's a human with a tail. Fish tail. <laughs> yeah. I'd be weirded out, too. I'd like, pick one. Either make me a human or make me a fish. Don't leave me looking like this. <laughs> Sounds like he's trying to be Mitch Hedberg. The Little Mermaid, is she a human or is she a fish? I can't tell because she's half human and then half of her is fish. You know what I mean? Like the way he said that, it's like, well, it doesn't make it funnier. That you're just making an observation that we've all been able to make. And then this is my last clip for the intro part, and then we can move on to other things. Because Bobby's intro confuses everybody. No one knows. I mean, you heard that one where he's like, he does sports talk, and he doesn't know what a 401k is. (laughs) I guess I don't follow the show close enough to understand why that's funny. But uh, nobody gets this one. Okay, Ray, what do you got? From Mount Pine, Arkansas, he loves to work out with Eddie every day. And for some exercises, they have to lay. Bobby Bones. What? Like, lay down? Lay where? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. He's like, what? What do you mean? Yeah. The one guy that's pretending to clap was even thrown off. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good one. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. All right, Andy, where do you want to start, buddy? All right, my clip five. There's a segment of the show where they have audio of uh, Shania Twain, oh, I guess. I heard that. I guess Shania Twain doesn't have it anymore. She's just letting the audience do all the singing apparently or her backup singers people are like leaving the concert yeah oh yeah concert. Right. People are just walking out and stuff <laughs> but anyway I, you, you know we love a good train wreck here so i got clip five is the shania twain concert 
the reason why the backup singers hold that note is because she's supposed to be singing the chorus. I was going to so say, far. I think she walked off stage. Yeah, I know. She's, she's the one who left. <laughs> she's like, this song. Yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But that's just one of many segments that are filling out this show. They have mm-hmm. the mailbag segment and this TikTok thing. Oh, since you mentioned mailbag, can yeah. I play that? Sure. Yeah, because the jingle for the mailbag segment, it's not great. Ooh, this one's juicy. Time for the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby. I mean, it's factually accurate. Yeah. You send in mail and then they read it on the air and we call it the mailbag segment. Yeah. Like, you could have thrown a joke in there, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I would have done. We and, open it and then read it. Yeah, and then the, the <laughs> outro is just as boring. <laughs> I call it the outro. Someone's going to yell at me for that. But anyway. That's what we say. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. It's no who are these TikTokers, but. No, it's not. And you know what else it isn't? It's no. Who are these YouTube videos? Who are these YouTube Which was made by AI, by the way. I yeah. Point out. <laughs> it might as well be that, though, you know. People ask for that jingle by name, just so you know. That one is a hit <laughs> on Who Are These Socials, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. All right, yeah, so they do the mailbag. They have, like, um, I have some clips from the Good News segment. There's a lot of pop culture stuff that they do. Right. Was uh, the mailbag one clip six of the 23andMe letter? Keep it to myself, or should I say something to my dad? Signed, brother from another mother. This is interesting because the dad may not even know the kid exists. Right. Hmm. I don't know that this dad had a kid and left it and was like, peace out, don't care about you or her. I'm running as far as I can. That's, I think, where our mind goes because a lot of dudes are scuzzes for sure. But there are also instances, and we've talked about them here on the show, where the dad doesn't even know. Like, they got somebody pregnant, and maybe the woman didn't even know who got her pregnant. Or maybe she was with somebody else, and she just acted like that's who got her pregnant to avoid the drama. So, I guess some guy did 23andMe and found out he had a brother that yeah. he didn't know about. Right. And, well, yeah. And it's, it's, it's like, should I tell my dad or not? And yeah. they're just, like, speculating on all the different scenarios that could have been. Like, well, yeah. Right. Could have been a lot of things. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Has anything good ever th- ever come out of 23andMe? No. All I ever hear about is I found out my dad cheated on my mom. That's, yeah. like, everyone. Oh, yeah, and I found out I'm not Native American, so yeah. there goes my mi- minority status that I was hoping right. for. Great. Know, it's Great, now I have four new cousins that I don't want to talk to. I, I already don't want to talk to the cousins I have. Yeah, right. Oh, th- these new cousins are going to be way cooler. No. No. <laughs> no, they're not. They're still hamburgers. <laughs> I would never do 23 I mean, My parents did that shit, though. They're like, Carl, guess what? We're really German. I'm like, yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I like that. really German. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my wait a second, where are you going with this? It is starting to sound bad out of the way that you're putting this. Well, you see, our family got there in 1933. Okay, stop right there. It's fine. Uh, that's enough. Um, all right, what else did you pick up on here, Andy? Oh, lunchbox is a problem, is what I picked up oh, on. God. This is him doing some stunt boy things, yes. going to a movie set that the Nicole Kidman is shooting a movie in their town. In Nashville, yes. And he's actively trying to ruin the production right so but he thinks he's being hilarious yeah there's a couple of clips one is this is him driving up in his car and asking if he can get into the movie and security's having none of it yeah and 
I, I should have known with the name Lunchbox that he would be the stunt boy. Yeah. But yeah, of course he's the stunt boy. What we got going on? Yep. Oh, you need me? Uh, you need me to act, my man? Act all you want. What, what do you need me to do? I, I'm perfect for a role. I was in Bad Out of Hell. I was in Friday Night Lights. Was you? Yep. I don't know how long you guys going to be here. If the actors suck, let me know. I, I can jump in. Yeah, I'm trying to get a role. I'm trying to get cast. Can I get in? Nope. I can't be on the movie? Nope. Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Uh, do I need to get Metro involved? No, no. I'm just trying to get a role in the movie. Go. Man. All right, you're missing your break, but let me know. <laughs> what am I trying to get in the movie? Go. <laughs> wow. I'm starting to miss Opie. I was going to say, it's Opie-esque, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, Everybody was losing patience with this guy. Oh, immediately. So I have a little bit of a longer clip of that, but I won't play it. But anyway, the, the whole segment's about 60 seconds of him, I don't know, doing his little shtick with the security guards, and they right. aren't having it. Nothing's working. No. It's a Tony Michaels-style yeah. roll-up on somebody that's just trying to do their job. Yeah. Right. So then Amy, who's half-retarded at least, I don't know if she's mm. done 23 and me and figured out that she has retarded her blood, but... So she decides to give a recap of everything that we just heard and retells the jokes, but doesn't stop there. And then he does <laughs> life it like a box of chocolates. And he told them they're missing their brain <laughs> instead of his brain. Thank you for explaining. Yeah, that. it's I time sure. for the retard retell retake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe he was just conscious of pronouns. Everything yeah. is a they uh, now. He's was, woke. That's it was why. so stupid. Even the people in the studio, it's their job to laugh. We're right. kind of like, eh, all right. Sounds like you're just being obnoxious. I can relate. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> this is outrageous. All right, clip eight is his second. This is where he rolls up on foot. Yes. And he's got his kid with him. Right. And he just starts screaming into the void. Well, there's a Nicole barrier. Kidman, there's right. a barrier. And there is Nicole Kidman. And they're filming a scene. Yeah. And he wants to be a scene. He's making a scene. And so I, I went up, and they have the, this time they have the roadblock, so I'm walking. And they're shooting, I would say, seven houses down, and they got the barricades up. And so I start screaming for Nicole. Did you see Nicole? Oh, my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I start screaming. Nicole's in the front yard. Oh, you! so she's there. You know she's there. Yeah, I know she's there. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So you're out of your car. You're on foot. On foot. You may hear my kids in the background. <laughs> kids are there too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you're embarrassing your kids. <laughs> I used to do this job. When I was fresh out of college, I was a PA in a movie set, and I had to be the guy to shut down the sidewalk when they were shooting. I thought you were going to say you're the obnoxious asshole yeah. fucking with people. But I had to deal with those people. It's either yeah. people that couldn't give a shit that you're shooting a movie and you're just in their way, or people trying to rubberneck and be a part of the right. movie. And it's hell on earth. It's yeah. so stupid. And clip nine is his actual attempt at this. Nicole! Nicole! It's Lunchbox! Bobby Bone Show! Nicole, hi, Nicole. The sad thing is, yeah, I know the kids. It's like, what are you doing? The sad thing is, is that if Suttering John had done this, it would have been in his book. He would have been a whole chapter. I was just thinking, uh, if he heard this, would he be like, they stole my bed? (laughs) This guy's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lunchbox, you got it. Yeah, (laughs) steal from the best. 
All right. Meanwhile, so, his kid's just walking into uh, traffic because yeah. he's so embarrassed. They're so embarrassed. And he's just screaming. And everyone's embarrassed. It's not a good thing. So then they want to know who tipped him off, who tipped Lunchbox off to where they were shooting the scene. Because he said he heard it from a source of his. Right. And he's not going to give up that source. So who tipped you off? He's letting the criminals get close to him. Wait, why do you... <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you, Lunchbox. You know what a good good person says? What? They don't reveal their sources. What a good person says? <laughs> good reporter. Huh. Because, you know, like when they write articles and they're like, oh, my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, they, you can't... They, I don't reveal my source. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because like some people go to jail for not revealing their sources. Yeah, but this isn't one of those. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, what on? All right, we're just going to play a song. But yeah, I mean. Great. I love it. Great story. Bobby goes, all right, we're just going to play a song. Yeah. Bobby's like, this sucks. What are we doing right now? I know. And they're all talking over each other. Reminds me of Man Cow. There's some things in here that remind me of Rover's Morning Glory, especially because this Amy chick is kind of like doozy. But mm-hmm. um, but then they're all like yelling over each other. And it's like high energy, like it's that, Man Cow or right, something. Right. That's why it's too many people on this show. You don't need it's too many assholes. Seven people. No, you, you just need one good person who's good at this. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then we move on to the good news segment. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Char Tobin is 85 years old, and last weekend in Bend, Oregon, she ran her 100th half marathon. And she's 85? Yeah. Oh. Again, it sounds like Rover's Morning Glory. It's got the beat going, and she's telling news, but it's all upbeat and fun. Yeah. It's all good stuff. We don't talk about Ukraine on this show. We're just talking about fun stuff that right. everyone can get behind. Wee! <laughs> How exciting. What a fun little morning show that is. Now, I would have used a different stinger. If I was producing this show. Good news, everyone. Yeah. That would have been the appropriate <laughs> singer for the good news segment. But I did love the little sweeper they had in here. That's pretty sick. So I'm wondering, I'm going to try to do this on the fly. This is how I would have done it. Good news, everyone. An 85-year-old grandma was running a half marathon. <laughs> Whoa, 85. Wow. Uh, Want to know who I went to lunch with today? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> but we're going to talk about it for five minutes. Yeah. So, all right. So that's the good news segment that they do <sighs> what else is you I'm, I'm exhausted <laughs> i was feeling good bobby has to set this up by saying that he is in control of the show and no one knows what segment they're going to do next that's bullshit that's what it's all about that was tell me something good just something that you the listener hopefully you probably already know but if you don't the show doesn't know what segments we're going to do until i pull it up you all sit here every single segment and you just kind of wait and you see what I say and where I go, and you just go. It keeps the show. There's no script. You don't even kind of know where we're going for the most part. Sometimes it's nerve-wracking. Yes. This is Spill the Tea, this segment oh here. See, here we go. Right. Nerve-wracking. I, I just want people to know nobody knows. So go ahead. Let's spill the tea. But that's also why sometimes it sounds like dog crap. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone thought it was scripted. No one's listening to the show and going, oh, they're reading the script very well. This is a good table read. Yeah, they're overprepared. Yeah, you're telling me Amy didn't know she was going to do the good news bit? She didn't have that prepared? Correct. So I'm (laughs) I'm sure that they know the the elements of it. But then the way he set this up tells me that it's all scripted because he had to say that it's not scripted. I'm like, wait, wait a second. This sounds like it's a little bit scripted, especially what transpires here next. Um, do you want to take it away from from this point? Sure. There, I guess this woman hasn't even been on the show up until this point, Morgan. But uh, Lunchbox 
is accusing her of being drunk at three in the afternoon in clip 10. Lunchbox, you go first. You spill the tea on Morgan. What, what do you know? Guys, let me tell you, I gave Morgan a call. It was a Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. and Morgan was drunk. <laughs> Oh. At 3 p.m. on a Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. Wednesday. All right, so yeah, Spill the Tea is very much a Howard Stern show thing mm-hmm. where all the staff members are constantly like, oh, you should see you ate the last donut in the break room. Right. And somehow Howard makes that funny. It's not It's not a great bit, but they're going for it. They're trying to do that. They're trying to do that. So it's like, oh, my God, you know, who knows what the boss is going to think about this information. Turns out there's a completely reasonable explanation for it. Well, Morgan, so this guy goes, I called Morgan at 3 p.m. And she was already drunk. And Chad Zubak's like, hold my beer. Yeah. Pass me the vodka. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's not that impressive. To some of the people that we But, I mean, know. if you work in radio, five, 3 in the afternoon is like happy hour anyway. That's a good point. Who cares? That's a good point. Although you shouldn't be drunk at happy hour, but I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> what if you've passed out and are sobering up okay. at 3? Is that okay? That's not That's not good. Uh, oh. <laughs> that, that's definitely not good. <laughs> it's going to be a problem. All right. What if it's 5.30? <laughs> I'm calling you tomorrow at 5.30. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what's going How on. How long until it's acceptable to you? <laughs> yeah. All right. So... Uh, do you want me to keep going on this? Oh, yeah. Clip 11. This is Morgan explaining that, that it's a yeah. perf- perfectly reasonable explanation. Yeah, I was not drunk. I had just got back from the dentist and I had two fillings, so oh. I was a little drugged up. Okay. Oh, that's a, and she didn't touch. She was slurring because yeah. she didn't talk. And she answered the phone for work, even though she had just been to the dentist? <laughs> it didn't bother. She, I, right. Doesn't this seem forced and fake? Yeah. Especially because, I mean, he, Bobby's would have planted the seed. He's just like, by the way, this is all real. Right. This yeah. is all real. No one knows about to happen. Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. I don't know. Amy's interjecting. Oh, it makes perfect sense because she she had that Novocaine. And... <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good point. I know. Like, you don't have to say anything if you don't want. I, mean, I guess that's what she gets paid for. Is to also, you don't need noise. to bring it up on the show, Lunchbox. Mind your own business. Dude, that was my only thought. I'm like, Lunchbox, you're a fucking asshole. Like, what if she was drunk at yeah. three in the afternoon? And that he continues to be an asshole. Yeah. Now Morgan has tea on Lunchbox. Morgan, you have the stage. All right. So I was walking in the hallway and I hear somebody just kind of talking on the phone and it starts getting louder. I knew it was Lunchbox. I see him. He doesn't see me. I'm like behind the wall. And he says on the phone to whoever he's talking to, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get some snacks from our, our green room to, to bring home for the kids' lunches. So he's stealing snacks that we have for guests to take home? Yes, and he was reiterating it, and he was talking loudly, which I don't understand why. Like, I don't know if he didn't care if anybody heard it, but, like, he was straight up admitting to stealing the snacks that are not for him for his kids' lunches. So the guy in Lunchbox was stealing snacks for his kids' lunches. I know. You probably should have seen this coming. Yeah. I can't possibly roll my eyes harder <laughs> at that fucking story. Like, whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who fucking cares? Some tea. Yeah, the spill the tea segment. Wow, that's a hit. Uh, do you have one more on this one, or yeah, that, I mean that last one is I'm just saying, yeah, it's true. He's and everybody's just like, wow, you're a dickhead. That's it's it's for the people in the building and the guests, right. and not for you to take home to your kids. And then the one guy chimes in and he says, "You get paid a lot of money. You shouldn't be stealing food." I'm like, these none of these people get paid a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that's true. Not Stealing snacks is the best part of his day. Not buying that for a second. <laughs> Uh, we're listening to the podcast version of a morning show. 
there's someone's job is to edit this down, take out the commercials. Although there are commercials, but take out the radio commercial spots, take out the music because they do go to songs and play music. And, and stuff. then me as a super fan can listen to the Bobby Bones show right whenever I want on a podcast app. I don't think a lot of people listen to this. Because My favorite show. Even the person editing it is not putting a lot of work into it. Listen to this bad edit <laughs> coming out of a commercial break. You have no idea what's going on. Yeah. It's like a horror movie. They may have even made a movie somewhat like this. Was it based on this? Mike D, no. movie Mike, it just happens to be similar. Yeah. I swear to God, I didn't doctor that in any way. It, there was a commercial, <laughs> and then that's what happens next. Like, what? Yeah. He's opening the studio door, yelling down the hall to somebody not <laughs> yeah. on Mike. We're mid-conversation for some reason. Okay, so now we get to the pop culture segment, and this goes on forever, where they talk about pop culture stuff. Uh, is American Idol rigged? And then you click in, it's like two Twitter comments where someone's <laughs> like, it's rigged. Yeah, that's dumb. Total clickbait. The person that they thought should have won was his name's Colin Stowe. This is him singing Simple Man by Leonard Skinnerd. Lots of the, the fixes in. There are people in country music in Nashville who are really great singers who haven't popped for one reason or another. They're better than some of the stars. There are some stars that just are okay, but they have that it factor about them. People like them, you know, what they're able to do uh, around their music. That was the guy who should have won American Idol? <laughs> okay. I mean, it sounds like they made the right choice then. Somebody else oh, won no. over that. The singing contest show didn't make everyone happy? Oh, no. <laughs> Look, I've always been... I, I ended with Clay Aiken versus Ruben Stuttered. Like, that's where I draw, draw the line. You were Team Aiken, right? Yeah, in my, yeah of course. In my... Uh, being an ant. In my... Uh, I'm Aiken for Aiken, Carl's shirt said. <laughs> I had a flag. <laughs> it was colorful that's not the point the point is bobby bones makes the uh, observation that none of us could have came up with because he's been on reality shows he's like by the way guys it's not always the most talented person sometimes you have to be likable and have an it factor I'm like what tell me more yeah. wow i had no idea and then he explains when he won dancing with the stars and this is just confusing. So it's like, when I want to dance with the stars, I was a bad dancer. But you know why I won? Because I got the people. We got the people in. That's like life. You don't have to be the absolute best. It's great if you are. But you don't have to be the absolute best to actually be the best. It seems to me like you're the expert, Mark. You don't have to be the best to be the best. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. It sounds he just like showed more cleavage than the other contestant, right? <laughs> Let's see it, Andy. Yeah, that's how you win these things. Showing some shaft. <laughs> then he goes back to talking about his experience being on American Idol. Like I said, he was a mentor on American Idol a couple of years ago. And talking about what's happening with the winner of that season, what they're up to these days. I saw just Sam, who won when I was on the show, was like playing in the subway again. And she was, like, embarrassed to say that she's back playing in the subway. Oh, she won when she you were won, on there? Yeah, but she mm. won on the, in the COVID year as well. Mm. And that show is not, obviously, what it used to be. None of them are. No, not if the winner <laughs> is singing in the subway. That's what they should start the next season with, is showing how the winner of the show... <laughs> Where are they now? Yeah, is yeah. singing in the subway. That line for audition is going to shrink way down. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, never mind. Okay. The winner is doing an open mic. If I, yeah. Show sucks. Nobody the, the cares. The other winner works at a subway. Like, okay, well, this is not... <laughs> This is not good. All right. And now, Andy, I have a clip because you are our pop culture correspondent. Yeah. I want to know if you can answer this question. I mean, look at the people from The Voice. There's almost nobody from The Voice who's... I mean, I don't know if I can name one that's like a star star. Anybody? A winner? No. I don't even know a Who? winner. 
can you name a star from The Voice, a contestant, a contestant that we won. know now as a household? Can you name there's, a winner from The Voice? There's a not a single one. one. Nope. That shot. No. I only know a person personally that was on it that didn't win. Oh, right. Yes, that's true. I think uh, you were on The Voice now that I think about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you were. No, I, there was a, there was a photo true. of you because you were in her band. I, I forgot about that. I forgot about that too until just now. <laughs> Shit, you should know the fucking answer to this. Oh, my God. And he's like, I, as soon as she got eliminated, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never watch this again. Itchy the Wrecker says, Chris, please spill the tea on Carl's white cod drunk crying sessions. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, well chapter to, one. You'll have to listen to his, uh, <laughs> his other podcast, No Apologies. Yeah. The story of Carl Hamburger. <laughs> Tough guy. Um, all right. Is that enough of Bobby Bones? Did we get the point? Yeah. It's a morning zoo. They're still around. They're still doing it. They're in lots of markets. People, 9.2 million people. The UK. Start Jesus. their day with it. I'm sure there's a lot of overlap yeah. between us and, and their audience, it's I would imagine. Dinosaur <laughs> staggering around in a tar pit, refusing to die. <laughs> that format. Jesus Christ. Speaking of that format, it's time for our... Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. And this week's Cringe of the Week comes in from Matteo Pascal. And he was checking out... Uh, Dr. Phil was on Bill Maher's show. And you guys know I'm a big fan of uh, Bill Maher's Club Random. Yeah. Because he gets his guests drunk and high, and then they have ridiculous conversations <laughs> that I'm sure they all regret. But uh, this one's on more Bill than Dr. Phil. So Dr. Phil's talking about how there are certain people whose personality just lifts you up, and you just like to be around them because of, of how they just interact with you. And uh, he named some examples, and he didn't name his wife. And Bill Maher goes, weird that you didn't name your wife there when you're going through those examples. And uh, so Bill Maher's talking about how like, he never wanted to get married. He doesn't care about it. And then this gets weird. I think I'm anti-marriage. I'm definitely not anti-marriage. I understand marriage works for some people. It's just we're different personality types. What works for you doesn't work for me. I I'll be honest. I don't understand it, but that's because I'm in my head. That's why I can't understand it. And I've read so many quotes about marriage like... You know, who is it that said uh, it's like a sibling relationship with occasional bouts of incest? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been close? Yes. You got close? Yes. Yeah. But I always kept my toe out of the trap because I felt like I don't want a sibling relationship uh, that's with occasional moments of incest. That that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to feel really bad about my... <laughs> so, well, uh, sure. When you put he, it that way, yeah. <laughs> ever yeah. since he had Richard Dreyfus on, he's weird about everything. That's all they talk about is fucking their <laughs> sisters on this show. That's all anyone talks about on this show. And Doctor Phil's just like, I got nothing for that. Yeah. I, I don't I, really want to talk about that. Is Doctor Phil doing any drugs? What a fucking nerd! Oh, he's a dork. He's drinking iced tea. He brought his own pillows. Look at that. He's sitting on. Two pillows on top of the chair. Properly in a chair. With good posture. <laughs> yeah. I was on uh, with Drew and Mike yesterday, and Billy Corgan was on. With, Again? Uh, Bill Maher. Yeah, we were talking about before the show. Uh, oh, right. this is the same thing? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, no, it's okay. I was, I was pulling some clips. <laughs> you said he was everywhere. No, Billy Corgan's been everywhere lately, but yeah, he was on with uh, with Bill Maher, and it was uh, it was... It was interesting. I actually enjoy, like I said, I enjoyed the show, and I think Billy Corgan's an interesting guy. And um, their conversation, I thought, was uh, was pretty fascinating. Billy Corgan is kind of a douche to tour with. He doesn't let like uh, the roadies get pussy, and doesn't want the band getting high every night. I'm like, oh well, okay, I'll 
Try out for Weezer then. <laughs> I would imagine it's the same thing. All right, we got another uh, cringe of the week. This one comes in from Tyler Barton. Tyler Barton says, I'm a fan of the Steel Toe Morning Show, but this was an interesting thing that happened. My buddy Aaron Imholt, he looks over at the number of people watching him and just gets bummed out. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this is a bummer. That had some kids who pulled some shit, as kids are wont to do. Kids are known to, you know, fuck around a little bit from time to time. Oh, fuck. Um, I just took a look at the numbers today. We're doing shit. God damn. I'm going to retire i think i think i'm just i'm just kidding i'm in a rough mood today because of the slightly hungover from sunday and i just looked and we're at 450 and fucking ugh. i hate being stagnant i hate the fact that the show's just kind of has its audience now and is settled in i want to see it bump up but it's not and i'm just i gotta get that off my chest that i'm a little bummed out about it but uh We'll move on, hopefully knock out the goal today, and then I'll take a nap and feel better. Ugh, 450. I shouldn't have looked. I was telling myself when I look, I'm like, don't look, don't look, don't look. And I'm like, 450. And I'm like, fuck. It's not over five, and there's nothing I can do. There's no good show or bad show I can do. It's just very mediocre, middle-of-the-road fucking barely existing numbers. I don't know. We could we could try drinking and, and start calling out random people and making and making judgments and i know that just threat. makes me sick that that kind of shit like fucking works and like you bust your balls put on a way better show than all these other people and it's just ugh. tuesdays too like it's always tuesdays like the last few weeks monday will be a great start tuesday will be in the shitter and then the rest of the week is good i don't know what the fuck is going on with tuesdays Cheeseburger Pie says, you're such a puss sometimes i just that was not me by the way i'm not cheeseburger <laughs> pie. Uh, the, be- the best thing is to dwell on it i think Live. I was 450, and I I was celebrating it. Now I know that yeah. it was just a big waste of my time. No, but you not you 450 it. are cool. I just <laughs> yeah, I know. you know I wish there was. I have to say, it is not natural to see the number of people who are watching you at any given time. And I can only imagine because he's a radio guy. Mm-hmm. So when you're on the radio, you just assume everyone's listening to you. You got a huge audience at all times. It's easy to assume, right? Yeah. Imagine if you're a radio host and you could see the actual number of people watching. I think something like this would happen a lot. Yeah. I think this would happen all the time. They're just like, Jesus Christ, we got 12 people tuning oh, in yeah. right now? What the fuck? Why do we even get <laughs> yeah. here? Why am I here at 6 a.m. if there's no one listening? Imagine being in a mediocre rock band and you're playing a song and you look down when you, you look out in the crowd and it started and the room was full. And then you finish the song and you look up and the room is half empty. How do you think that feels? I don't know. It hasn't happened to me, but yeah. explain it. To Sounds us. like you understand this. I was at, I was at the last Isotopes gig. Oh, guys. stop <laughs> it! Stop it! All right, I'll never play a bass solo again. It was it wasn't full when we started. Yeah. <laughs> you liar! All right, one more cringe of the week. I guess Shuli got drunk on his show. Hmm. God, all, all all the friends of the show are getting included <laughs> this week. I guess Shuli got drunk on his show, and some weird things came out. I think all the Surely network success is going to his head or something because he's saying some pretty crazy uh, crap on here. Like the Holocaust did happen? It's not that, not that crazy. <laughs> this motherfucker, uh, Brennan, wouldn't be making a penny if it wasn't for Bob running over there and telling him about Uncle Rico. Right. Fact. Tell me I'm wrong, Bob. Tell me uh, I'm well, wrong. Well, it, it was. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So keep talking shit, Brennan, cocksucker. 
Fuck him. He has a fucking shit. Who's he? I gotta suck his dick like everybody else. Fuck him. Start start the Kevin Brennan chant again. Go for it. Fuck Kevin Brennan. (laughs) Come on, Bob. He's gonna sit there and shoot on the show, but use the sound drop from the fucking show. Get the fuck out of here, phony piece of shit. If you're gonna fucking hate me, hate me. Otherwise, shut your fucking mouth. How about that? Well, how do you see how loyal Bob is? And Brian Johnson doesn't like you, so yeah. Brian, who? Brian, who? <laughs> Someone find fish. Here's what I know. Here's what I know about Brian Johnson. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Since yeah. we're gonna fucking throw it all out there on the table. Here's what I know about Brian Johnson. Is the minute this guy opened his mouth, this guy sends me a fucking video of his buddy Kevin Smith talking about Brian Johnson Truly. fucking some uh 14 year old when he was 20. How about that? Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's on YouTube. That's on YouTube. That's, yeah. That's so I'm sorry I'm not funny enough for you, Brian. I'm sorry that you feel I've ripped off uh, who are these podcasts, but guess what I don't do? Fuck 14-year-olds! <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> I love it. At least Cardiff's having some fun with it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Surely. Let it fly. Get loose. <laughs> yeah. Drinking shows are not for this guy. <laughs> Probably not a good move. Keep, the, keep the mics hard away, away from that guy. I mean, at least Chad just passes out. Yeah. You know, he doesn't light the couch on fire. <laughs> Speaking of chat, I got a quick update on. Uh, I mean, we're not going to do a chat segment, or are we? It's time to mock Zoomock. No, we're not doing a chat segment, but I, I do want to <laughs> just give a quick update. I did an interview with Ski Mask, pre recorded that for the show that's going to come out this weekend. I was going to include it in today's show, and then Patty Seacups went off, and I went, all right, well, we got to cover that first. (laughs) So we're going to do a lot more on on Patrick Michael this week. The the next episode that comes out, WTP, I put it up on YouTube today. The audio is not great. The audio on the podcast is going to be much better. I have a better version of it for the the podcast version. But uh, just getting some updates on Chad Zumach. And, dude, the guy, he he posts something on Sunday morning saying that he fell off his bike and he's in the hospital. So he put out a post on Patreon telling everyone he's in the hospital and he's not going to do a show. And it's weird because it starts with... I'm hurt, so I can't do a show at 1 o'clock, but also Kevin struck my channel, but also I have a six-day ban from Twitter. It's like all over the place, and he's he's mad at Patrick Melton because Mel- they're doing Mondays with Melton on Mizuno's Company now. That's the uh, Nobody Likes Onions guy. Okay. That's just a fuck with Chad, of course, but it's funny. Anyway, first Chad comes out and he says, oh, I got hit, I- I'm hurt on my bicycle. Then the next day, he gets on... And puts this post out where he's like, it's all out war. Remember, I just, we just played last week. He comes on Mizzou's company with his tail between his legs. And he goes, hey, guys, can you please help me out and just get rid of these strikes on my channel? Now he's going, fuck Kevin Brennan. Let's get his wife fired. I want to get his wife fired. Give me some dirt on her. Let me know how we can do this. He's always trying to like rally the troops to do like really as awful bidding for him. Mm-hmm. And then he actually doesn't do anything. It's like, well, that's the same thing as doing something. Telling people to report people. Telling people to get people fired. And the, the interview I did with Ski Mask was eye-opening to me because it turns out that this is nothing new for Chad Zumach. He was trying to get Ski Mask's girlfriend fired for just being Ski Mask's girlfriend. He also got Ski Mask taken off this app that he was using to get business because he got his people to report him, and then Ski Mask couldn't be on the app anymore, this handyman app that was helping him book gigs and stuff. So, like, Chad fucks with people in real life, and then he's shocked when it comes back to him. Like, right. what did I ever do to anyone? I didn't start any of this shit. Right. So anyway, he's a piece of shit. So back to play, page two of the playbook where right. he fabricates some medical problem 
and asks for people to help him out. He feels like enough time has passed since the last one. I know. Yeah. He just like got in that car forgot. accident that kind of went away real quick. Mm-hmm. That he was yeah. like, oh, the other person didn't have insurance. His car accident, his friend's car accident, yep. all this bullshit. Yeah, it's the same shit over and over again. Yeah. It just recycles the same stuff. So There's got to be like a, a bare minimum amount of money that comes in when he posts that from like suckers. Maybe. I mean, he's obviously looking Why for sympathy. Why keep doing it if yeah, there wasn't some kind of idiot, return? But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. He's obviously looking for sympathy, but then he turns around and says, I want to get Kevin Brennan's wife fired. And I, you're like, okay, we well, just lost any sympathy you were going to get. Right. What does she have to do what with anything? What does she do with anything? Leave her alone. And, and how can you get... This is the, so, so dumb. Why does he think he can get somebody fired? That, that's <laughs> not how that works. Like, well, if we just find out who her employer is, we can get her fired. Yeah. Why? They're not going to believe some random asshole on the internet with a, a vendetta... To, probably with some provable lie like that that it didn't happen you know right. some made up nonsense that they can easily figure out as a lie of course that's what he always does right so this is the the latest of what's going on with them kevin brennan has reported now he heard this there's this guy chad prather who chad was performing with at a comedy club in florida near his house and so chad of course was the feature act for it and apparently, on the Saturday night shows, Chad got so drunk that the club didn't let him perform the later show. Right. You know, there's the early show and the late show. As an opener. Right. He was too drunk to do 15 minutes. Yeah. And so they, they kicked him out. And what's crazy is that Chad's response to that was, that's not true. The Chad Prather show is next weekend. It's not. It wasn't this past weekend. It's next weekend coming up. And he pointed to Sidesplitter's website. Well, it turns out the website was wrong. And Kevin Brennan easily looked up Chad Prather's Twitter and saw that he had posted great shows at Sidesplitter's this past week. And I'll be in Dallas next weekend. So it's like, okay, well, you tried to get out of this by pointing to the website that was wrong, but that was easily proven yeah. wrong. So <laughs> he they tried bending time. Right. Right. It makes <laughs> exactly think what I said. What Kevin said is true. I mean, we don't have. <laughs> I mean, it's hearsay at this point. I don't know what happened, but the fact that that's how Chad came back on it makes me think that maybe that did happen. I don't know. It, it, all of it is so bizarre, and uh, I wish there was an independent witness who could tell us whether Chad was on The Late Show or not at Side Splitters. Hint, hint. Yes. And uh, so my, my boy, John Marlowe, who watches all this stuff and, and keeps tabs on it, he's positive there was no bike accident, there was no hospitalization. Again, Chad claims he's in the hospital. All he has to do is take a photo, a selfie. I mean, he's got his phone, obviously. Take a photo of yourself in the hospital or take a picture of your bracelet or whatever you have to do. Right. Use a green screen. Yeah, because no one believes <laughs> and you. And you've been caught this way already. Yeah. Everybody is just going to go right. and check the admissions records yeah. and see that you were never admitted. Correct. And when I tweeted, when, all I did was I tweeted, I said, get well soon, Chad. When I tweeted the post where he said he was in the hospital, not a single person on my Twitter believed that he was actually in the hospital. <laughs> Some people are saying he's the boy who cried wolf. I don't know. It's crazy. This guy, John Marlowe, he's got a theory. And I'm, I'm telling you guys, this is a theory. This is probably not true. This is what his theory is. He goes, here's a crazy thought. I've driven from Tampa to Wesley Chapel. That's where the club is. Mm-hmm. And that's a half hour drive if there's no traffic. If he was that drunk, how did he get back to Tampa? If he tried driving home, did he get arrested for DUI? I'm just spitballing here. But that scenario makes far more sense than the bike slash hospital lie. Also, Chad's roller coaster of emotions tracks with the timeline. 
He's understandably regretful, resigned, and sad immediately after getting back from jail and hitting rock bottom when he wrote the message from the hospital. Then he sleeps it off, and Mr. X is now seething self-hatred and anger towards Kevin and everyone else. Holy shit. I know. I Fucking like, Philip Marlowe. <laughs> Maybe he's onto something there. I don't know. So... A lot of theories, you know, just like the black guy will never know the truth. Right. Unfortunately. That but, poor black guy. <laughs> but, but, I, the, the black guy. Oh. I. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Guys, we have to address what is going on with my boy, Patty Pukewater. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me... Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. I tease that we had a special guest on the show today. Making his WATP debut is Lilla McKinney. Did I get that right? McEnany. McEnany. No, no, not, not even close. Not even close. <laughs> not even the correct number of syllables. Didn't even attempt to ask me before the show. I was like, I McEnany. bet Carl's going to nail it first time. McEnany. <laughs> Liam McEnany. I performed a bunch in Dublin. They didn't know the, how to pronounce it either, so don't don't worry about it. Are you saying I'm retarded like Irish people? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you're drunk like Irish people. Oh, okay. Well, that, that you're McTarded. That could be true. <laughs> All right, so Liam, you're you follow all of this. You're a big fan of uh, Patty Pukewater. I'm a fan of all of it. Can I tell you something before we start? Please, and, uh, this is something I would only tell on this show. When Stuttering John's condo went back on the market, I live in the valley. I live like a 20 minute drive away. So I was like, "Fuck it, maybe I should just go and tour Stuttering John's condo before he sells it." And this is how far I got. I had a long conversation with the with the real estate broker who was selling it. Yeah. And I was like, look, my my girlfriend works in production. She's in Japan right now. She really wants to see the place. Is it all right if I videotape the tour? And the guy's like, all Smart. right, absolutely. I was like, I got to come up with questions. Like, is there a roach infestation? Like, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then the morning of, I had to look myself in the mirror and say, am I that guy? Am I really about to go through and like invade a sad drunk's privacy. I didn't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you did the right thing. Observe and report. You don't have to get involved in someone's actual life. I, I think I brought this up on the show, but when I was out in LA last September, I was very close to the Pickwick pub and I could have easily made a trip down there. And it's just like, what am I going to do? Pull up my phone and videotape a guy who's drunk at three in the afternoon and didn't come from the dentist. So it was actually drunk. Well, you could have at least you could have found a stink line and brought it home with you. <laughs> That's a souvenir. Just, just one. That. Just one. Where were you when I was in LA? Uh, Damn it! But no, I think I think you did the right thing. But I also like the way you were thinking there. I would have. Like, I would have just bought him beers anonymously. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's what I would do. You're just, you're just reading the newspaper at the end of the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when it's you and four other day drunks at a bar, he's going to know where the beer is going. Right. But yes, I've, I've been following Patty Pukewater for, for quite some time now. And oh, let me say this, too. And I don't know how much you want to talk about this, Liam. And hopefully we'll have you back again to delve more into other things outside of Patrick Michael. But, uh, yeah. you know, you've been messaging me for a while and giving me some information and, and helping me out a lot. And I appreciate that. And then one day you, you, in your email, you're out. I've known Ray DeVito for decades. And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? No one knows yeah. Ray DeVito for decades. No one's even heard of him until three months ago. 
And so it turns out you've been a, a touring comedian for a very long time. I am also an obscure comedian who started in New York City. I've known Ray uh, since he moved to New York, I think like 20 years ago. No shit. Um, so absolutely, I love Ray, uh, which means I'm about to say something shitty about yep, him. Let it rip. <laughs> the idea that like uh he would get screwed out of a hotel room at a gig and then come running to you and reverend bob instead of the guy he's supposed to talk to absolutely tracks it was absolutely not a surprise when that happened also the whole reveal <laughs> with his pink comforter yeah. <laughs> and, and the idea that he couldn't just come out and be like yeah i, I guess it's pink i don't know I, I bring it with me in case i need it you know i thought i was gonna be sleeping <laughs> in your airbnb it was red there was bleach come on yeah, yeah, right. You could have made up something. Uh, Bart put a red hat in the right, yeah. that day. I want to invite a dude to sleep with me, like, whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, whatever the reason is. <laughs> Good point. This is most romantic comforter. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's talk about this. Patrick Michael was begging for our attention. And we did a segment last week, and we, we pulled the clips where he's talking. He's not calling me Roy anymore. He's calling me Carl. He's talking about Dick Masterson. He's trying to get our attention. So lo and behold, he got our attention. And we did a whole episode featuring Free Water. Usually it's just a segment. This was the main uh, segment of the show for him. Just for him. And then he, like, freaked out. Yeah. He lost his mind. And I was getting notes from people who are fans of his going, Carl, what did you do? You broke the guy. He's going he's gonna to quit podcasting. And I... I feel bad. That wasn't my intention, obviously. But it turns out it wasn't us. Because he's never listened to my show. He doesn't know what my voice sounds like. <laughs> okay. He's still sticking with that. He doesn't know what you look like. He's heard, though. Well, he saw me on the Chip Chipperson show, but he changed it immediately. <laughs> I think he changed funny. the channel. He changed the channel immediately. I think it's <laughs> he put he on Sanford and Son. <laughs> he's like, who's this handsome gentleman? Carl Hamburger! <laughs> 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 All right. So he's going to explain what his and my relationship is. Now, what I'm playing clips from, and there's a few things that we're going to do here, and I, I don't want this to drag out forever, so I'm going to do my best, but he did a show for Free Water After Dark on his Patreon, and that's where he really let it all out. He let his guard down. In a, yeah, in a sad way. In a, in a semi-sad way. I mean, yeah. there, there's moments, but uh, he, he let it all out, and he decided that he's going to just steal our show format. He <laughs> talks about it on that show. He's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to listen to The Golden Hour. And just critique it. <laughs> yeah. And so that's actually up for anyone to listen to on the free water feed. And I asked you guys to check that out because I didn't get a chance to. So we're going to play some clips from both of these things. But starting off with the Patreon-only episode, it's uh, 54 minutes about me. And it uh, starts with us. I'm not even sure where this is going to get released. I'm not sure who's going to hear this. I know it's going to make its rounds at some point because, you know, Carl's got to get his fix. He's got to get his fix. Now, I don't know what the relationship he thinks he has with me is, but <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's non-existent. There is not one. I mean, we, the closest we've ever came to speaking was in the fucking MLC uh, live chat on YouTube. It's true. Outside of that, we've never shared a word. I've never heard his voice. I mean, he looks like a Twinkie fucking substitute teacher uh you know of course the one that you would <laughs> you wish destroy <laughs> make him try the, the principal okay. i can't handle these kids yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah going back to high school again immediately so i just want to say i'm glad he's never heard my voice because i was starting to feel bad that i was the reason why he was giving up on podcasting or whatever he's gonna do 
And I was like, oh, I didn't want that to happen. But he, he swears he's never listened to the show. He's still saying that. So that that's a good thing to hear. But I have to say that saying you've never heard my voice is not a good burn if you're going to talk about how much I suck. <laughs> I've, I've mentioned this multiple times, but that's not the right angle for that. He always takes that tact where he'll just assume something as an insult. That's right. not true at all. And he'll be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Right. He just made it up. Right. You're going to spend the next 55 minutes talking about me. You might want to admit that you've heard my voice. Yeah. And you've heard some of the things that I have to say, yeah. by some of my critiques. Otherwise, you might sound a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty rich that he's saying he's never listened to your show and he's going to steal your show format. Right. Like, you kind of have one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of times where I'm like, well, this, both of these things can't be true at the same time. And right. I don't think he appreciates what we do for him. These fucking motherfuckers <laughs> that like to come to my shit and tell me that they, they came because of your show. Hey, I'm here because of uh, who are these podcasts? Good for you. What the fuck does that mean, dude? Your internet dad told you to go check out something awesome? Good for him. That doesn't mean we're friends. That doesn't mean I know you. And that certainly doesn't mean that you fucking know me. Don't get it twisted, Brandon Lee. (laughs) Fucking bitch boy. (laughs) There's this one guy, Brandon Lee, that he's very upset with. Not Bruce Lee's son, just to make it clear. Right, because he spells his last name L-E-I-G-H. And he goes, that's the way girls spell it. I'm like, what's his last name, dummy? (laughs) You don't get a choice. And he's done this before where he picks on people's name. Yeah. Like, this is good stuff. I got to go make a a great job, awesome handle, uh, Bruce Lee, spelled that way. Oh, that's a good idea. (laughs) Brandon's dad, it says in parentheses. So he started the show off a little bit angry, which which is a bummer because if there was a a show bigger than my show that talked about me all the time, that'd be fucking rad. I'd I'd be pretty cool about that. And he doesn't seem to appreciate it at all. Yeah. Which is a a bummer. We do so much for him. Like if Mark Maron opened every episode by just kind of like, oh, I got to talk about Carl before I get into this. It'd be the greatest thing that ever happened to you. Well, I said a show bigger than ours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? So I'm going to fast forward to the end and explain what it is that set him off. Because something set him off. I mean, he really lost his mind. Oh, that's the other thing, too. I didn't get a chance to pull any of this. But he's been live streaming the last couple of days, which is something he's never done before, to my knowledge. Hmm. And he's going on his Great Job Awesome YouTube channel. And he live streamed for over six hours one day, an hour and a half another day. Last night, I saw that he was live streaming, or people were messaging me telling me that. So I went ahead and tweeted at Dick Masterson. So Dick and I are in his chat, chatting with him. It was surreal that we were both like interacting with Patrick Michael. He's responding to you? Oh, yeah. 100%. There was only is it your name? People. Well, yeah. It's who are these podcasts and Dick Masterson were the two people like YouTube channels oh, okay. who were interacting with him. And it was 100% Dick because I was texting with him. You know, at the same time that we're doing this. And it was just so funny to watch him. Like, he didn't know what to do with it. He was kind of excited, but he also wasn't sure what to do. I thought maybe he would just, like, X out, but he didn't. He stuck around. The problem is is that he's got, like, DSL or maybe dial-up. And he's trying to... So he's not showing himself. He's not showing his face. He's showing, like, his monitor. And his monitor is streaming, like, YouTube videos. And the monitor keeps freezing up. Because he doesn't have good bandwidth. Hmm. And then that's fucking up his upload stream too. So everything keeps pausing and freezing. And it's like very jerky and annoying. And I wish he would. The same thing everyone was In his defense, MLC was doing that. I was listening to it on the way here. And it kept freezing and jumping back like two minutes. That was probably on you. Because I was watching MLC and it was fine. Driving in my car. Yeah, Yeah. it's probably where I was and 
in the neighborhood, but no, this was all on. Patty's oh, all right. House. Well, I mean, this is not Patty's because everyone was bitching about it. In the okay, sorry, chat. Patrick. Mike, I tried. <laughs> you tried. I tried to give you an out. <laughs> I watched that for a couple of hours, and he got really like <laughs> he got really angry because uh, he was like doing the thing he does where he's bitching that um, famous uh, busy comedians won't do his party on whatever show that is. Yeah, yeah. Do you party. party show? Yeah. Like people who are too busy to do podcasts uh, won't do his podcast. Right. So I just like, oh yeah, I'll do it. I, <laughs> you know, like I don't give a fuck. And then he was like, "Who are you, Liam? Where do you come from? How did you hear about me? I know you follow all my social media. I know you're <laughs> stalking me." And then he said a couple things that indicated that he had seen that I follow him on Twitter and uh, had Googled me. And I was like, I think I terrify the shit out of this guy because I follow him. Like he doesn't like fans. Well, okay. So in this episode, we're gonna get to some clips here. He talks out of both sides of his mouth because if you do follow him on social media, you better fucking interact with his posts or else he will (laughs) wipe you out. If you don't interact, he will get rid of you, which is weird because he also says, don't message me. This is a one-way communication channel. I want nothing to do with you. So it's very confusing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure he understands what he wants, but let me fast forward to why he got really upset with me. Of course, I clicked on the dude. Oh, and what happened was he got a new subscriber on his Patreon. It doesn't happen very often. So he was very excited, and I don't know if this is Brandon Lee or not. I'm not sure who it is. It might be, but he clicks on the new subscriber. Of course, I clicked on the dude, see who he is, and lo and behold, who else is he subscribed to but fucking WATP, you know? Of course. This might be me. It's like, oh, this dude's okay. going to take credit for me at my fucking funeral. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, look what I found. Look what I built. I don't even want to go back through and edit this fucking thing because I already know <laughs> there's going to be parts that are going to annoy me. Not this week. No. Things that I feel like I shouldn't say. All right. So he clicked over and he saw that we're doing very well because he hasn't looked at my Patreon in a very long time. Yeah, right. And he just right. assumes that everyone's Patreon is stagnant like his is. Those are the people that seem to actually truly give a fuck. All 17 of you. It wouldn't be hard to name them in every single episode or fucking, you know, uh, you- YouTube video because there's 17 of you. <laughs> and then you look at a guy who's been talking about me for all these fucking years and he's got 2,000. He's living off of his podcast money. It makes me fucking sick, dude. All right, it's actually over twenty four hundred. He keeps saying two thousand. <laughs> so this is what really set him off. It's not that he heard me talking about him. It's not that we did an episode called Free Water. It's the fact that he clicked over because he saw someone who signed up for his Patreon was also connected to mine. So we clicked the link and saw that we had twenty four hundred subs and went, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's super jelly. Right is is what the actual issue is here. And this is what really set him off. So for the people who are saying that I broke Patty and, you know, I did something to upset him, I had nothing to do with that. Yeah. What, whatever. He's just going to start another show called Jelly School. <laughs> <laughs> I should have you sent <laughs> off to Jelly School. <laughs> he threatened to end his show yeah. and then immediately released a new episode. Right. So I don't, I don't think you have to worry too much. But if, the, if this one doesn't perform, then it's over with, is what he's trying to say. Well, Unless people... Right. Join his Patreon. What bums me out is that I have a lot of clips of Patty talking about how much he doesn't care and how much none of this matters to him. And then I heard this episode. I'm like, I think this guy might care a little bit. (laughs) I think he cares a lot, actually. 
All right, I have a lot of clips, but I want to uh, pass it off. What did you guys pick up on? I'll start with you, Andy. Sure. What did you find? What did you so listen to? This is the free episode. Oh, my God, what's going on with my voice? Uh, <laughs> hello, everybody. Back to truck driving. I'm doing my t- my Tukey impression. <laughs> Break one nine. Haka, haka. <laughs> anyway, the free episode is basically the WATP style it, doing Golden Hour, which is yes. a show that we've already done. So he's really just saying, if this is what you guys like, this is what I'll give you. Right. And I didn't really pull a lot of clips. From Golden Hour, we all know it sucks. You know, it's well. Golden Hour is Chris D'Elia, Eric Griffin, yep, and Brendan Shop. Correct, and it's terrible. It's terrible, right? And it's terrible when he's listening to it too. They they go on and on about American Idol. Also, I didn't realize they must have just had their season finale because a lot of people are talking about it. I I wouldn't know, but they were talking about it a lot. And in this first clip, Patty starts noticing that Brendan Shop has a custom made. Denver Nuggets hat on. Okay. And he can't for the light. It's the easiest setup to a joke. And he's just like, has nothing. <laughs> can't figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So guess what else I just found? Brendan Schaub is wearing a custom Denver Nuggets hat. And what does it say? What's the customization he did to it? <gasps> he got thick boy on the side. I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> you got nothing. Let's insert that joke here. Yeah, and he's got nothing. That's his brand. Yeah. So, all right. Jesus. I hate him. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Uh, Liam, what did you pick up on? Did you listen to this episode? Oh, my God. I, I listened to it one and a half times. Because <laughs> okay. uh, the second time, even putting it on twice speed, it just couldn't make it through. It was really bad. Uh, I actually brought two clips that sum up the episode for me. Great. One is sums up Patty's episode, and one sums up the Golden Hour episode that he was listening to. Because the only way to make Patrick Michael worse is to insert an even worse podcast. It's like a turducken of shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's just shit stuffed into shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's white chocolate with a a black uh, jelly bean inside. (laughs) 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 It all sucks. Turd ducking. But if you go to clip zero, that's the one that sums up uh, this free water episode for me. Weird. Yeah. Jam on it. Look at that ass. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's fine. You know what I mean? No, you were looking, you're liking it? No, I'm saying this. No, the way he said it's fine. Look, and also here, here's my thing with Lizzo. (laughs) I feel like I've only ever seen her four times, maybe. In total. The dude does not give a shit about the show he's watching. He right. just wants to talk about American Idol. Yeah. And he wants to talk about pop culture. Oh, I thought that we talking about Star Wars. So <laughs> he's not understanding. What the, maybe you should listen to my show then. Because yeah. the whole point is you react to what you just heard. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. It's not like non sequiturs. Although dude, that would be interesting to... if someone just listen to a podcast and then just say like a totally random thought. Every time they pause it. Yeah. He should be on morning radio. Yes. He can just riff out anything. Perfect for it. Yeah, spill the tea about Lunchbox. Yes. Seeing Lizzo four times is like a normal person seeing her seven times. Right. You see her right. in dog ears. It takes that, long, it takes that long to see her. I saw Lizzo once. It hurt my neck. I was like... <laughs> 
I just you could hear in that though. I just to piggyback off of that, you could hear the kid noises in there. I got a couple greatest hits of Patty kids like chiming in in the background. Okay, uh, clip two. I'm going to go on record and saying I think this is all put in in post. These kid noises. <laughs> yeah, okay. I do. I, yeah. I don't think that this yeah. is. Yeah. So isn't it crazy that nobody even knows about that? No, that wasn't even like a big story. Maybe that is his kids. So you think that's a music bed with kids talking in the Yeah, in may, it? maybe you're right. Maybe that is his kids talking in the background. It's got to be because that second one, it sounds like the kid is mocking him. It sounds like the kid's going, I got a podcast. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe they're doing a more successful podcast in the yeah. other room. <laughs> they're comparing download numbers. Yeah. And everyone's just like, fuck me. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. They're doing a free water wrap-up show in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you wanted to, to hit the um, the summary of Golden Hour, right? Yeah, this this sums up zero B sums up the entire Golden Hour episode. Okay, you know what, Chris? Now, Will Spence. What do you want to talk about, Chris? <laughs> this is fine, honestly. I'm having a good time. It's There's absolutely no communication going on between the hosts. It's well, such a bad show. They don't even communicate with English. Chris D'Elia, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I guess he's like the 15-year-old girl whisperer or something. Right. Like For some reason, whatever frequencies come out of his mouth, like, like 13-year-olds are like, whoa, this is amazing. And they, they get all wet and stuff. But for me, I'm like, this is not funny. I don't get it. I don't understand what he's doing here. He's just making noises and faces. Yeah. But my buddy Drew Lane loves to point this out. And I do. I mean, he'll fucking he'll call me on the phone to tell me this. Carl, I was just looking at their numbers. They were at this number of downloads just three months ago. And now they're at this number. And he's he's, he's a big numbers guy. He loves looking at this. I'm Are they like, good or bad going up? They're or... going way down. Oh, really? He's yeah. yeah. Golden hour. That makes sense. <laughs> when it was at its peak, it's doing 700,000 views on YouTube. You know, back when they had uh, Theo Vaughn on the show. And now it's like these three ass hats. He's like, there's 40,000 views. I go, well, why are they still doing this? It's embarrassing. And it's very funny to hear. It's very people. obvious why the views are down. It's terrible. It's a, I don't know why it was up, but yeah, it's a terrible shot. I feel like Theo Vaughn, I think, is part of it. I think in my clip four, this was the only thing Patrick Michael said in this whole episode that I agreed with. Does anybody else watch this and think that there's a good chance that Chris Lee is just fucking dirty all the time? Like, I knew a lot of guys that, were, that had his same body type and hairstyle that they would just put on clothes every day. They didn't shower. <laughs> They would just put clothes on over whatever they, they were from the night before, the days before, and just be like, that's it. Boom! High <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not bad. <laughs> can a 15-year-old girl verify what Chris D'Elia smells like? Yeah, that, I Actually, mean, I, most of them can, yes. Yeah, <laughs> in a court. I have crossed paths with Chris D'Elia at the comedy store a few times, okay. and he's a nice-smelling man. I, I will <laughs> give him... I heard that, I almost clipped it, and I was just like, you know what? I, I got to give this to Chris D'Elia. He actually bathes and wears clean clothes every day. Well, and he smells like virgin pussy. I mean, guys, there's <laughs> right. worse things out there. Yeah. Just a dab behind the ear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. He's a dabber. Oh, that's not good. All right. Uh, where else do you want to go, Liam, with your clips? Clip one. I think Patrick Michael misses the point of why Chris D'Elia can't show his face much anymore. But it does come to this. It's like the audacity of Chris D'Elia to still be even willing to put out content after that weird last episode where he couldn't stop looking at his phone. And this episode opens up with him looking directly at his phone. 
which to me just means that he knows the FBI. Because right, Chris D'Elia was getting news on the last episode that he was about to be exposed for uh, fucking with uh, underage girls. The Rolling Stone article came out, and yeah. all of his buddies were messaging him like, oh shit, did you see this thing? And so he's like, his phone's blowing up, and he's like, what? 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So so it's not it's not because it's like he had a weird thing where he was looking at his phone while he was on camera. Yeah, no, he was he was going through uh something that's going yeah. to ruin his yeah, life. It was like, what was on the phone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Uh do you want me to hit the rest of that clip or was that the gist I of mean, it? Only only if you want to hear Patrick ponder what could be going through Chris's mind. Which to me just means that he knows the FBI is investigating, they're involved. But sure, pretend to be funny and make con- you know make content and be c- and be content when we all know that you're shaking in your boots. There's no way Crystalia is not the most uncomfortable right now. Yeah, there is a, a rumor out there the FBI is investigating Crystalia, <laughs> which would be pretty hilarious. Yeah, it might put a damper on your being on your being funny on on live podcast. <laughs> He's not funny now. <laughs> He's got an uphill climb here. This is not going to go well for him. When does the funny start? Yeah, when is the funny going to start? <laughs> Maybe he'll lean into this bit. <laughs> oh my god! It's what was I listening to the other day? But Crystalia does this thing where he tells you something that he likes, but he doesn't tell you why he likes it. Right. But he tells you that he likes it over and over again. And I mean, this was the very first time I ever covered his show, where he's like, "Family Guy, dude, dude, Family Guy, Family Guy, dude, dude, so funny, dude, dude, Family Guy." Oh, you're talking about Family Guy. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> what about Family Guy? Do you like? What? What I'm fucking example? Already. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. He's so fucking bad at what this. What is this Family Guy? Let me go back to this Patty Meltdown episode. The thing that's confusing him is that he knows he's famous. He knows a lot of people know who he is, but he's not capitalizing on it. This is... Suttering Joe went through this, too. We yeah. watched this happen. We're just like, everyone's making money off me but me. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? How funny that I have such clout, I have such a name within this realm, and yet I don't get the same respect. It's all fucking fraud bullshit. It's this weird, fake gratuity. Like, you guys are like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Good shit. But then you'll fucking say a name that I haven't used in fucking three years? Disrespectful. <laughs> and it's another sign that shows me that you're just a Roy boy. You're just here because he brought you over. Ooh, a Roy boy. I like that better than Backslapper, actually. That's a new tier for the Patreon. Who wants to be a Roy boy? But the reality is I'm better than him without trying. What? If I put in the fucking goofy-ass effort that this fucking dummy does to fucking review somebody's podcast, I'd be better. So welcome to today's episode, folks, where I am literally going to sit here and we're going to watch an entire episode of The Golden Hour. Because, again, unlike Carl, I tend to punch up. All right. Yeah. There's a lot here that is annoying because he's never listened to me, but he's way better than me. But he could be way better than me if he tried to do what I do. And he sits here and says that I don't punch up, which, of course, I do. But beside the point, what an ungrateful douchebag. Yeah. You're welcome that I was able to punch down at you, Patty, and make a name for you. So he starts that up by saying, like, yeah. I'm very famous in this world. Because of, yeah, because I get all this clout because of Carl. And then he's like, Carl's an asshole. Right. He's punching down. Like, no, that was... I did you a favor on this one. Yeah, I think. And you already did Golden yeah. Hour, and now he's doing it. He was reaching down. So after that, he talks about, like, fighting me or something. <laughs> and I'm not looking to fight you, Patty. I promise you that. That's not what my goal is here. 
And then you are driving out to Gary. That's true. I don't think he'll be anywhere near there. <laughs> he hates that place, <laughs> as most people do. Then he starts talking about the Uncle Rico show, which is fun. I mean, how many people are doing this exact thing? What, the Uncle Rico show now is fucking competing? It seems like if you want to fucking get anywhere within this world of podcasting, you have to suck Carl's dick. Couldn't hurt. <laughs> I'll just say that. It might. To, <laughs> to review girls. Hey, wait. Whoa. Listen, <laughs> I don't want to say that's how I got on the show, but that's how I got on the show. I, did, I was out in L.A. recently, as you know. He, then he talks about how he wants Shuli to say his name. He says that he's like, he's like I, if Shuli would say my name, that'd be great. I'm like, well, I can make that happen if you want. You know, okay. I, I'll, I'll do it a solid. I don't give a shit. And uh, so this is him back to not caring about any of this. Remember, this is a 55 minute episode about not caring about this. I don't give a fuck about your existence. I don't give a fuck that you've clipped my show. None of this shit matters to me. It can go away just as easily as it came, baby. I don't give a fuck. And the fact that you guys can't even respect that I still put the shit out for you in the first place, and Carl's got 2,000 Patreon members, suck my dick, all of you. For real. For real. Don't fucking come at me with that fraud shit where you're like, yeah, dude, you've, that was a very funny episode, great roast joke. Bullshit. There's over 500 people on my fucking YouTube channel, and I have 17 on Patreon? <laughs> so, he's falling into that same trap like Chris Chan did. Where you're internet famous, but you have nothing to show for it. Right. That, that's a tough thing. I, I mean, I wouldn't be happy with that either. Like, Suttering John eventually just went away. Because he's like, this sucks. I'm, I'm internet famous. I'm going to get a job. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, force John to get a fucking job. Like, be a respectable part of society. Oh, my God. I want to see that show where Stuttering John and Patrick Michael are substitute teachers at the same school. <laughs> I'd pay for that. But it, it is a weird conundrum for him, and he's having a hard time parsing it that he's internet famous, and he only has 17 people. By the way, his picture is up to 22. I tried it today. Yeah. Oh. And I'll say yeah. it again. Go support my buddy, Patrick Michael, patreon.com slash podculture. Mm -hmm. It's three bucks is the lowest tier. He keeps begging for three bucks. He says, guys, just give me three bucks. It really is all about the money with him. It is all about the and money. And I guarantee money. you, if everybody started giving him three bucks, nothing would change. You'd be like, oh, they really love what I'm doing. And he wouldn't improve the show no, at all. Of course not. I know th that's his whole thing is he likes to say, if you start supporting me, then I'll do a good show. Yeah. That's not the way this works. Right. And that's not what will right. happen. Of course it won't. That's why he's doing the live streams now. Yeah, because he has to get up to 80 watch hours on YouTube before he can start getting super chats. Uh, he's he's just going for that super chat money now because I think he sees MLC like raking it in. Yes. I don't think he understands. Like, if you give the trolls a chance to super chat you, they're really going to tear you down. Yeah. Like, you think this show's bad? <laughs> <Yeah. until fucking> <laughs> that is a great point. Well, it's interesting you say that because he goes on to talk about how Chad Zumak is making money and these other lol cows. And yeah, he's seeing that they're getting super chats. And I have the clip. I'll find it eventually, but I have too many clips. But basically what he's saying is, you guys can rag on me all you want as long as you give me money. Like if you right. give him a buck ninety nine, you can call him an asshole all day and all night. Oh, yeah. He'll read it and he'll probably <laughs> want to well, I mean, that's you, what but... his super chat show is going to be. Oh, for yeah. sure. It's going to be amazing. But uh, so then he gets into this whole thing. He's like, what's the point of any of this? I've tried everything and it doesn't work. It just makes money for Carl. I don't want to do this anymore. And then uh, he decides he's ready to fight everyone. Just dim-witted fucking <laughs> ugly fans got to come fucking out of nowhere and say shit. Like, bro, I'll fight all of you. I don't give a fuck. I'm the wrong motherfucker. You already know this by now. I'm a goddamn dog. 
So if you really want, if you're really about it, you want to run that motherfucking mouth, then come see me, bro. Ain't nobody worried. I'm not worried. <laughs> I will fuck you up, dog. Period. So keep testing it. <laughs> Somebody test it for real. I'm gonna fucking talk that good shit. I'm a grown man shit. I got fucking dick. I got hair on my balls. Come fucking see about it then. <laughs> I'd rather not. Well, uh, I want him to know that some of our fans are over 14 years old. Yeah. So I don't know if he yeah. wants to pick a fight with those people. There's a great story he told on Freewater After Dark in April. Yeah. It's just the upshot was he got into a fight with someone at a Dollar General. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. It was a fat old lady. And then she started to get out of her car. And he was like, and that's when I said, nope, not today. And I got in my car and I drove off. And I was like, yeah, that's Patrick Michael stepping too. Like he ran away from a fat old lady. <laughs> I'm starting to think he's all talk, this guy. <laughs> so then he realizes that all the people who support him, he, he talks about he gets between 150 and 200 downloads for each episode. And he's finally come to the realization that all of these people are listening to him because they came from WATP. And that was another thing that I posted on YouTube just to see where, I, where most of the people that are following the channel uh, come from. And it's obvious. They're all still just people that are that were or are still fans of Carl. There's maybe three or four legit people on there that are like, man, I found you randomly, and there's this fucking crooked tooth New York stalker that's been following you for all these years. <laughs> Literally stalking. Paying attention to every fucking thing I'm doing. I can't do anything creative and put it on the internet without one of these fucking weirdos coming from his show to tell me how much I suck. Well, uh, the... Other way could be of zero internet presence. Right. You know, I'm that's not your sure. demographic. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's complaining about here. He's, he's like, there's only three people who know me, not from Carl. Well, then I'm doing a lot for you then, aren't I? If all the other people know you. And by the way, after that, he goes on to call out our listeners and what shitheads our listeners are. The people who know who you are, Patty, and actually like you are Anthony Cumia, E-Rock, Brian Johnson, Dick Masterson, Kaya Orson, Doug from Who's Right, Tony from Hack the Movies. All right, it didn't. It doesn't stay great forever, but you know, you get my point. <laughs> and the rest. <laughs> Liam McEnany? Yeah, Liam McEnany, yeah. Yes. I just said that so that I could get my editor to, to put that in in post to make it sound like <laughs> I did it right the first time. No, I'm kidding. I kid, of course. No, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I'm a fan of Animal Crosley. I'm a fan of yep. Patty Pukewater. I'm a fan of Scary Stories. I'm a fan of yes. all of it. 100%. I would never would have found Patrick Michael if it wasn't for this show. Right. So he's mad because his Patreon isn't blowing up, but he has the solution that will get his Patreon to take it to the next level. Because my subscribers aren't changed. You know what I'm saying? My Patreon numbers haven't blown up. Does one of Carl's fans have to fucking kill somebody again for my shit to blow up? Because that's what it seems like has to happen. All right, guys. You got your call to action. Magic mind and then kill someone. Liam, where is your girlfriend right now? <laughs> right. Japan just told you that. I'll believe that after the cops show up. Let me call down to my basement and see if yeah. she's around. <laughs> now, Patty does the exact same thing that I do on his YouTube, trashing comedians. If you've, you've seen his show. We've talked about it on this mm -hmm. show. He likes to go on there and, and trash comedians. Like, do you think that talking shit or trashing somebody's stuff that they make is going to help them? It's going to benefit them? It's going to make them better? That's what you do. Because who are you? Yeah, who are you? That's what I constantly have asked myself. Who the fuck is this guy that it matters so much what he thinks?
You trashed Tim Dillon. Yeah. <laughs> One of the greatest yeah. podcasters of all time. What are you talking about? He's trashing Sam Merrill, who's like the funniest, nicest guy I've ever met. He has no business. I know. And then he's calling me out. He's just like, and Carl's being a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> this is what your show format is on your YouTube channel, idiots. Because Kumia knows who Carl is, right? Shuli knows Carl. All these fucking people know Carl. Yet I, I'm the one that spoke about. He, he's uttered my name more than most of these motherfuckers that talk shit to me. And yet, still don't know who you are. He's mad that I'm friends with Kumia and Shuli. That's a weird thing to be mad about. I'm Seems to sure. know a lot about you for not knowing who you yeah, are. Yeah, that's a good point. He's trying to be the victim here, but he loves shitting on Bert Kreischer. As do I. Who doesn't? Right? We're not so different, Patty and me. I feel like in a different world, on a, a, a different timeline, him and I would have been good buddies getting day drunk at the bar with uh, Stuttering John. And then he says that if he had a lawyer, I'd be in trouble because this is his intellectual property rights. You're the one putting it out there, idiots. Yeah. He doesn't even understand that. He's just like, and I could get this guy in trouble if I had some money. I'd do a lot of things if I had some money. Wow. Yeah. Seems like I've heard this before. It's behind my paywall. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I've heard this. I've heard this all before. It doesn't work that way. All right. I've That's been, a lawsuit coming down the pike. I've been hogging this. Uh, Liam, what else did you pick up on? Uh, clip number four. I, I just labeled this. Patty clearly wants to be part of the cool comedian circle. But either way. You are nothing, and no matter how cool Brendan Schaub thinks you are, you're not cool. I mean, I literally want to hear them do plugs in this podcast simply because no matter how I feel about Rogan, when I hear when I hear comedians do plugs <laughs> and not mention the mothership, I can't help but to laugh my ass off because that's all the validation you needed. What? What's this point? <laughs> so first of all, if Brandon Schaub knows who you are and thinks you're funny, fuck you. Right. Because right? yeah. that doesn't mean anything. But if you don't perform at the mothership, which I would say 99% of comedians don't do, right. then you're not even – what are you do, even doing in comedy? This place yeah. has been open for two months. Yeah, right. Right. Not every comic has performed there or is on the schedule yet. So no I chance. think Patty – my theory is Patty thinks he's a stand-up comedian hmm. and also thinks he's better than 99% of comedians. Oh, well, that's and if he true. wanted to perform at mothership, he would be. Correct. So he's part of that crew. Well, <laughs> oh, he, that old crew. He yeah. definitely thinks that. He definitely thinks that he would be able to perform there. Because I was listening to him recently, and he's like, I don't even want to be a stand-up. Like, he's too right. good for it or something. He's <laughs> like, I, I just did that to show that I could do it. I don't want to be a stand-up. But if Brendan Schaub ever emailed him and said, can I be a guest yeah. on, on Freewater? He would fucking set that up so fast. I would do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I talk a lot of shit about Brendan Schaub, but if you want to come on this show... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny the floor is all yours come on yeah i'd be like i got your biggest fan blind mike here too let's, let's have a conversation <laughs> ticket holder do you guys know what, what blind mike's trying to do right now he's <laughs> trying to to turn the tide so that everyone becomes a brendan Schaub fan he's trying to make it cool to like think that he's a funny comic which is brilliant <laughs> okay it's a, it's a funny gag because they did that to opie where everyone hated opie and then like they turned the tide and they told opie he was great and he believed it yeah, I think we could do that to Brendan Schaub, too. If we get like enough people on the internet to be like, dude, all these haters are assholes. You're the best. I think we could blow up because Brendan Schaub already thinks very highly of himself. Yeah. Yes. So you just have a few people telling him like he's awesome. Yeah. Talk him into that musical comedy he's always wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I really think we could we could go somewhere with that. So I don't know. Mike Geary's got some good ideas from time to time. Sorry to throw that out there. By the way, Kiki Loco. Uh, signed up for Patty's Patreon. Thank you, Kinky Loco. Let's support this guy. Let's cheer him up. He's in, he's having a rough week. Yeah, I highly recommend it. It's because he also posts notes. 
Like, oh. it's not just audio. He also, like, posts notes to his listeners ranting about how much he hates Carl. <laughs> oh, you so know I, th- what? I think I sent you one of those. You did. It's, it's called The Last Dance. I'll be doing one more episode for <laughs> Patreon, and then I need to figure some stuff out. These years of content creating haven't done much for my sanity or my self-esteem. I pushed through. I adjusted. I fought back. The results remain the same. I am constantly mocked no matter what skill set I have or don't have. I will never please everyone, and I'm done allowing everyone to criticize. I would allow the critics and shit-talking like Zumok if I was making the same money. Bullshit artists like this are what make me want to get away. You guys want me to keep doing this. I need more incentive, which he spells with an S. This is the note? Because this is yeah. verbatim what he read on the show. Like he, what he said on the Yeah, show. it is. 90% of you yeah. came here from Carl's shit. I'll take your money, but your fake gratitude doesn't put food on my table. Yeah, yeah you're right. This is exactly yeah. what he said on the show. I have a theory. Yeah. And this is this is pure conjecture. Uh, Conject away. <laughs> I think if you're a guy who's had kids and then your girlfriend left you, you might be on the hook for child support. I don't, I don't know if a judge is like at any family court is going to let you just slide with like, look. Let me give give me a few years to get my podcasting slash beats making empire together, and then I'll start paying for diapers. I have a theory. I think he broke up with her, and I think he's on. <laughs> that wasn't the that wasn't a joke. <laughs> Liam, that wasn't a joke. I think I'm he sorry. broke up with her. This guy's always on, man. <laughs> I'm killing it today. <laughs> I want to I want to uh, see Liam listening to my podcast when he's at on it. Yeah, and I'm just like setting up a oh, clip. He's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Uh, I thought no way. I thought there was a delay. Like he heard the punchline before I did. <laughs> yeah, there's a touchdown in the other room. <laughs> just the idea of Patrick Michael being like 17 Patreon subscribers. I'm out of here. Yeah. On my way to right. Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> I think he broke up with her, and I think he's on government assistance. It's the only thing mm. that makes sense. Mm, yeah, because he doesn't have a job. And he keeps talking about how he gets seventy dollars a month from Patreon, <laughs> and he can't make a living on seventy dollars a month. Obviously, so I don't know. That, that's my theory on this. Poor Carly. Yeah, she deserves better. Yeah, I only have a couple of clips uh, left on this, and they are all Kevin Brennan related. Oh, great! He just like is lumping KB in with the likes of the Golden Hour and Chad Zumak. He shouldn't, because those things are not related, right? But clip seven—that's what he's doing. But when you go and you're doing a podcast with two producers and just a guy, and this is what you get, uh, how can you pay them? How can you afford to pay them is what I'm wondering. Very, very confusing. I mean, to make fun of Kevin Brennan and Zumach and all those guys for being grifters, you might as well in the same breath, mention these motherfuckers. Meaning the golden hour. Right. So he's saying that they're not paying their producers. How could they? They're not making enough money to pay Did he go to business school? Yeah. How does he know any of this? Does he know what they make on advertising? I thought that episode we listened to recently where he goes, you can make up to $10,000 for an ad spot. It's like, yeah, they do ads on that show. You didn't see the product placement behind them on the shelf? They're making a few bucks over there. He doesn't understand anything. No, he doesn't. But... I like his confidence because when I come on here and I act like I understand something, I immediately go, but what do I know? I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. And right. there's just like this inherent thing in me where I'm just like, I'm probably talking out my ass right now. I better fucking, you know, <laughs> say like, I don't even know. He never does that. Right. He just goes, these guys are grifters. They have no business model. They're idiots. You're mm-hmm. like, 
No, actually, they, they have like three ad reads per 15 minutes, so they're doing pretty well. Right. And then after that, he's already mentioned that he's only making $70. He's jealous of how much other shows' Patreons are. Yeah. And then he tries to say in clip eight that like the $900 that Kevin Brennan is making per episode is like chump change and not worth it. What? It's the cheapest way to make the most money. It's grifting 101. And yet there's still a bunch of dorks out there like Kevin Brennan who think that a, a headset and going live <laughs> five times a week is going to get you where these people are. I mean, $900 is $900, I guess. Yeah, I guess. He immediately yeah. equates it to headsets. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And that, that potato, he should upgrade his headset, too. Right. Um, You'd smother your kid in the other room for a $900 Patreon, Patrick. So, he, so Kevin Brennan's doing six... I don't have to explain this, but he's doing six days a week now on Misery Loves Company. So oh. 900 bucks a day, six days a week. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people I don't know. I'm not turning my nose up at that, yeah, Patrick a lot, Michael. A lot of people would be fine with that. But um, he can afford to pay Bob a thousand a week, so he must be doing all right. Yeah, he's doing he's doing all right for sure. So <laughs> Patty now is um, I think he's finally figuring out. He's got some good ideas on what he can do to make his show better. And I'm going to go ahead and say yes to most of these. It's just like I wish it would benefit me more, and I feel like the only way it benefits me if, is if I do some sort of weird show with fucking Cardiff or I yeah team up with we are assholes or i guessed on fucking dick masterson show it's like all these fucking yes. stupid things that I'll, i don't ever want to take part in cardiff you want to do this <laughs> want to team up? yeah Yay. <laughs> yeah patrick michael knows you cardiff you excited he replied to me on patreon uh, about a week ago oh you're uh, a i messaged member. him maybe a year ago on patreon i've since been kicked off his patreon but that's too bad he, i i i sent him the the uh the traditional come on my show message mm-hmm. and he replied come on mine oh yes. and i'm sure you said yes immediately i gave him my email but nothing but <laughs> if you're watching now patrick if you go I'm to the here. community wall on his patreon it's just all cardiff asking him to come on the show <laughs> it's just like message after message after message of cardiff it's like come on my show please come on my show <laughs> potato I'm emoji yeah. maybe cardiff is on disability he's got a lot of time on his hands yeah. he's everywhere all at once he's like the uh, slash he's like the slash of podcasting me and patty have something to talk about <laughs> disability <right>. hour <laughs> yeah. with cardiff and patrick <laughs> all right so this is him talking about um how much power i wield for some reason it's like how much money am i making carl you know how much am I benefiting mm-hmm. you? Because people will sit there and try to tell me that you've said to go to my Patreon, subscribe, blah, 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 and yet nothing. So what kind of power do you really wield? Now, listen, uh, I've never claimed to wield a lot of power over here. And as a longtime marketing professional, I will tell you the promotion is an important part, but the product is the most important <laughs> element of marketing. So if people don't want to give you money to listen to your show, I can't help you there. There's really nothing I can do to convince people of that. You can't tell him that enough times. I mean, we've been I saying know. it for years, and he refuses to hear it. Yeah. So this is him again talking about how he can't monetize his show. and He's all upset about it. I know I'm kind of flying off the handle about Carl, and I, I don't have any ill will actually towards this guy because... Whatever, man. Be successful. Fine. I'm just annoyed at the fact that I've been working this hard. I've been 
making a name for myself for this long. And I still don't get the same respect as even Chad Zumach, as Kevin Brennan. How do they have not hundreds of Patreon subscribers? And I got below 20. It fucking baffles me, dude. <laughs> if Carl thinks that I put in my 10,000 10, hours or whatever the fuck it is, then how has my Patreon not grown? How have you guys not thrown me $3 a month for the past three years? Dude, this shit doesn't put food on my table. So to think that I'm going to put in some sort of actual effort and try to fucking make you guys laugh, try to make it enjoyable, you're out of your fucking mind, dude. Sounds like he's saying he paid his dues. Yeah, it does sound like a dues payer, doesn't he? And he also wants to know why I won't give him $3. I don't want to. Well, here's the thing. I don't think it's worth it. He can't monetize what he's doing. It's a hobby. It's not a job. And it's the first thing I tell every podcaster who wants to make a living podcasting. You have the wrong motivation. Don't go into podcasting to make money. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like playing guitar or something. Like Don't go into it hoping to make a lot of money. You won't. <laughs> Your chances are you will not. So if you're having fun with it, that's really what you want to do. That's the goal. Have some fun. And then if things, good things happen, good things happen. But this is going into talking about wanting to get Super Chat money and talking about how he's watching all these. Because he's watching these shows. He's going, what the fuck with these Super Chats? And it's, it's getting to the point where I'm going to have to start grifting. I'm going to have to start just doing live. I'm going to have to start a whole new YouTube channel and just do live. And sit there. Wait for the Super Chat money to come in. Yeah. Yeah, because seventy dollars a month isn't worth what I've went through to still be here. Number one, and number two, to continue to give you new content, to, to give you new fucking product, to give you new projects. Right? He's not understanding how this works. It's a meritocracy in America. It's not like you just like, well, I've been doing this so long, someone better start fucking paying me. Right? Give me some of that internet money, guy. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, that's not how this works. And I think you're right about his live streaming. He still has to get to over a thousand subscribers too, which hopefully he will, in order to get super chats. The thing is, if an Anthony Cumia says, "Hey, I want to have you on my show to uh, which, which like, he did. expose you yep. to thousands of of uh, compound subscribers, people who pay money to subscribe to uh, audio content," you should probably say yes if you want to make a living at it. No shit, and I've explained <laughs> this to him many, many times. And he still doesn't understand how any of that works. And by the way, the, the live streaming thing, I think, is a good move for him. When I was on there with Dick and he mentioned that he's got a whole book full of jokes, Dick's like, dude, tell me one of the jokes. And he did. And it was so bad. I, went, I should have written it down. Because, I mean, his internet can actually cut out, so I couldn't hear exactly how it went. But it was so bad. And Dick wrote back, ha, 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 ha. And he's like, see? I told you I'm funny. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm texting with Dick. He's like, this is the worst joke I've ever heard of. <laughs> but um, it's okay, guys. I know you guys are feeling bad. He doesn't listen to the show. He doesn't even know what my voice sounds like. All right. This is where he starts to make me want to cry. Because he's not getting any love on his Instagram stories. And this is really bumming him out. Like, I can have 30 motherfuckers <laughs> look at my story on Instagram, but not one person gives it a like. Not one person responds. No fucking interactions at all, dude. It's like my entire fucking audience is zombies. Yeah, well, no one owes you anything. That's the problem. He's like, I don't know, man. People, 30 people saw my story. Nobody liked it. Well, they don't have to. Maybe they didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell it you. might be unlikable. Yeah. I liked all his stories until he blocked me. <laughs> See? <laughs> That's the problem. He doesn't let you love him. Mm-hmm. I, I can't find his Instagram. Like, literally, I can't. That dude with ears. Okay, thank you. A block, it's a lot sorry. of Googling. <laughs> yeah, no, it's impossible to find his stuff. Everything's a different name. 
It's a screenshot of you calling one of your commenters a shithead. Why should I like that? Right. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of funny. But so this is him. He's, he's once again, he's cleaning house. We, we, this is very cyclical with him. He's once again cleaning house on social media. I privatized most videos on the YouTube channel, on both YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. I removed and unfollowed most every person. I removed basically every person that wasn't interacting with the content from all of the the Instagram channels, from Do You Party, from Free Water, from That Dude With Ears. I mean, I'm down to fucking 12 followers, okay? And it's by choice because I'm sick of the, fu- the fucking bullshit. You guys are going to follow me just for what? To watch, dude? Interact or get the fuck out. Where is this coming from? Now he wants interaction. I thought before he was just like, don't even talk to me. Right. This is one way. Yeah, it's a one-way communication channel. He's he's losing the thread on this. It's very confusing. He spent a half hour last night berating me for following him. (laughs) (laughs) You can't win with this guy, which is why I love him. As soon as I interacted, he was furious. It It was the best. So this is not a good side right here. He's jealous of Chad Sumach. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Same thing with Chad Zumach. He can do a fucking live show. And even though you're watching because he's a fucking dumbass dork, uh, still giving him super chat money to say your funny little quip, huh? Come say your quips on my Patreon. It's fucking $3, dude. Uh, again, <laughs> he wants people to super chat him and tell him he's an asshole, and that's going to make him happy. But I guarantee it won't. No. <laughs> I, I guarantee. <laughs> careful what you wish for. Yeah. Because if that doesn't have happening... That's not going to be good. A lot of Nicholas Gers in that super chat. <laughs> Do you think pricing might be the issue? When you see a $3 beer, it's like, eh, I don't want a $3 beer. But if it was 10 bucks a month, so mm, you're saying there's something should, there. He should raise his, his prices, rate. yes. Okay. <laughs> maybe but keep offering shitty content. Yes. Yeah. I thought there was some, I was doing this because you needed me to. You know? Oh, that's sad. <laughs> like, what? That, that was really sad. The public demanded it. Yeah, he thought he thought he was doing this for us. Yeah, uh, he's the hero we deserve. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so kind weird. of. <laughs> Can we start being honest with ourselves and showing me a little appreciation instead of this fake bullshit? Like I'm not really doing this. Like I'm not really out here. The fuck, man! People have said the worst fucking things that they could think of to me. I'll try harder. <laughs> and I didn't leave them in my basement for seven months to rot before I go to prison for the rest of my life. I didn't do that. Wait a second. <laughs> what a show off. But I bet you listen to everything that motherfucker did. No, no. not really. What, did he have a little goofy wrestling podcast? Because of course he had to. He's shaped like a giant triangle made out of jelly. All right, what's up, Liam? <laughs> um... Does he think podcast hitman killed his girlfriend because she said something to him? Like left a left a mean comment on his uh, YouTube or something like that? Why do you get that? Where do you get that from? Is he saying like people say mean shit to me all the time and I don't murder them and leave them in the basement like podcast hitman? <laughs> yeah, I think he's trying to find the moral yeah. high ground. Yeah, I, I think what happened is podcast hitman's girlfriend joined his Patreon and he found out about it. <laughs> All right. I got a couple more I want to blow through, and then we can finish up with anything else you guys picked up on. But So he thought he would go on here and just kind of let it all out. 
and just speak his mind and finally stop saying he doesn't care, stop being guarded, and just say what's on his mind. And I guess that didn't work for him. Just saying all this shit out loud isn't helping. (laughs) I thought it was going to. But I clearly got pissed. As I do. (laughs) I want to quit, man. (laughs) I want to stop. But I still fucking like it. (laughs) All right, good. All right, I'm glad glad to hear that. And he actually, he thinks he can outlast me, which is a good sign. I don't know. I guess the the goal is to just keep going until he quits. Because he's old. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's gonna outlive you. Well, is the plan? I know. I got a few more years in me. He probably will, but I got a few more years. You guys are like Aaron Burr and John Adams, where he's just gonna right. die and say like, "Carl outlives me still." <laughs> it is some rivalry that we have going. They'll definitely make a musical about it one day. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast the musical. Maybe. Um, I have one more clip that I want to play. I'm sorry, this is going along, but there was just so much going on. In this whole world, he's just going about this all the wrong ways. I, I think, Cardiff, I think you would agree with me. This is just not mm-hmm. the way to do it. Thanks for your seventy dollars. <laughs> he's so tuckered out. I mean, that doesn't even buy <laughs> yeah. a realistic person's shoes, you know. Let alone food. What is that? A realistic one person. meal for a family, maybe family of three. I'm not talking about an NPC. <laughs> Does Carl even have a family? It's got me. I've heard people mention he might have a wife, but does he have kids? Like, I'm feeding Allegedly. the family, folks, and you guys are like, here, I can't do $3. That's crazy. For all the fucking work and all the shit what? I give you motherfuckers, even if you are just a fan of his, support me for the fact that he gets to use my shit. Mm. Fucking fickle bitches. <laughs> if you want people to give you money, you probably shouldn't call them bitches. Yeah. Would be the first thing I would tell you. Don't insult the people you're trying to also get to sign up for your Patreon. Can't wait for Fickle Bitches Anonymous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What else, what else did I miss, Liam? Uh, what else did you pick up on? Any other clips or anything? I got one more for you, and it's a two-parter. Great. Uh, clip five. I think I labeled that uh, Patty Reminds Me of Eric the Midget. Because uh, Eric the Midget had an American Idol watch show on the Stern channels once, and it just yeah. became clear he just wanted to watch American Idol, and he didn't want to like offer commentary. And I think Patty doesn't want to watch Golden Hour. He just wants to be part of it and offer commentary on American Idol. That's so funny, because I remember that. Because I remember Howard... I never listened to it, but <laughs> nice. I never listened to it, but I heard um, Howard playing clips from it. Yeah. Where we just go by, he's just watching. It's like, Eric, you got to say something. <laughs> this, is not, this is not a show. There are two country stars and then the Hawaiian dude. I think the country stars split the votes. No. If there's one country person, they would have won. No, no, no. Not a bad theory, dude. No, that's not what it is, man. Hey, but are we talking about American Idol? Like, that felt like water cooler talk back in the very, very early days. That's why Kelly Clarkson is still remembered. You know, Ruben Studdard is still remembered because that was the first couple seasons. That's when the whole world talked about it. And now these guys are talking about it like it's hot off the presses fucking topics. Nobody gives a fuck, dude. Nobody's given a fuck since the first three seasons because not, what was it? Who's the blonde chick? I can't even think of Carrie on Underwood or whatever. She's the huh. only other contestant on any of these seasons to really do anything after American Idol ended. 
So to sit here and still talk about it in 2023 as if anybody from the show is going to have a career afterwards is fucking ignorant. So that's part one. <laughs> and Didn't Clay Aiken run for mayor or something? Yeah. <laughs> I think Clay Aiken's done a few things. I mean, obviously, you seem to know on... a lot about Clay Aiken. For he was on The Apprentice. <laughs> he was on... Uh... Donald Trump show. Also, isn't what's her name a huge star who was in Chicago? Oh yeah, you're right. There is another one too. I can't. I don't know. I only know Clay Aiken. <laughs> it's a small hand. <laughs> but then that leads into five B, where he calls Eric Griffin gay for knowing everything about American Idol. <laughs> so is Eric Griffin gay? I mean, there's a lot of qualities in him that come across very, very feminine. You know. <laughs> You've been watching American Idol for the last 15 years of your life, dude. What the fuck? Are you that big of a fan of music and singing that you have to watch a game <laughs> show about it? I mean, that's pretty gay, dude. He's got a point there. <laughs> not going to argue with that. No, but it's like Eric Griffin's gay for knowing all about American Idol. Speaking of which, Carrie Underwood in the early seasons. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. I guess to Patty's point is like it was cool to like American Idol when he watched it, mm. but now it's not cool anymore. So cool. <laughs> so look at here's the recap on everything that we've just learned and, and that we've heard is basically Patty got really bummed out when he saw that I'm making a living podcasting, and he was just like, "Wow, what the fuck!" And he got very angry about it, and he had to lash out. And I think he's over it now because we were chatting back and forth on Tuesday. Uh, in his live stream and he's trying to recreate himself and he's doing the live streaming thing now and he's having some fun with it and i i he's talking about doing um going back to doing scary story shows yay i know <laughs> he goes well if i can't be funny on here maybe i'll just read scary stories like fuck yeah, yeah, yeah please do. amazing was he on camera no no you could see his hand he'd like grab stuff but he, he was you couldn't see his face at all he'll get what there. stuff is he grabbing toys what he was showing his pac-man stuff oh my god is he like unboxing shit no no he has funko pop toys he has a electric cactus like a neon cactus oh my god was Vinny watching (laughs) he'd be jealous if he was (laughs) although i don't know anyone who has more toys than Vinny. right i think he's got everyone beat because anywhere you go Vinny has toys like, I go to the studio, and it's full of toys, but yeah. that's nothing compared to, like, his house yeah. and his bedroom and every room in his house and yeah. his car. <laughs> it's car. Everywhere he goes. Make toys. no mistake, Vinny's got a plushy wicket, too, he Probably. travels around with. I tried to give him my wicket back. He's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I think he's already got one, maybe. All right. What else do we... Anything else you want to talk about I as far as Patty? I... I'm, I'm happy to see that he's getting over it and he's doing good now. I, I got all my clips out. Okay. I hope that he sticks with it. I don't want him to... to forsake us i know he almost was threatening to take his ball and go home yeah he almost was threatening the stuttering john treatment Mm -hmm. no No one's gonna fuck me no one's gonna fight me (laughs) (laughs) no no don't worry patty's never getting a job so he's stuck with this that's true that's definitely true all right liam i know you know how to play to catch an alien hell yeah but the question is are you ready to play (laughs) to catch an alien boy if you want to see me in my car listening to this uh, I, I do very well. Oh, well, then you would love my Patreon, where you can play these <laughs> all day at patreon.com slash Cardiff Electric. Sorry, Cardiff. You're not Patrick Michael level entertaining. It's, <laughs> it's a long way to go. <laughs> I think Liam bucks. just called his shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's only, it's only <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> Come on, hater. What are you, a loser? He <laughs> doesn't have $3? <laughs> it's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch an alien. Are you ready to play to catch an alien? He he's the first one to do an app, the Domino's app. I mean, he was he was ahead of everything when it came to Domino's. Yeah, when you order now, there's a timer. Track it. Yeah, and if it doesn't get there in that time that they tell you, it's yeah. free. Yes, yeah. I've gotten a couple free. Uh, I, I hope. I- Let me call Vinny and see if that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need a pizza expert. Yeah. We need some fact checking. <laughs> well, it it was true, but they moved the Domino's closer to his house to avoid. This problem. <laughs> I, 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 for a guy who owns a studio and a network, he's excited about getting a free pizza. Oh, just wait. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Everything when it came down. Yeah, when you order now, there's a timer. Track it. Yeah. And if it doesn't get there in that time that they tell you, it's yeah. free. Yes. Yeah. I've gotten a couple free. I, I hope every fucking time that I mean, I got 10 bucks, but you know what I mean? I hope every time. Come on, fuck oh, yeah. Dom- hit, hit, a fucking, a- hit a fucking train, please. But, but even the, t- the taste got better. The sauce is yeah. better. Yes. better. Yeah, the gravy's better. I'll tell you what, Papa John's. No. Oh, they're gone. Ugh. You know what they did? I'll oh. tell you what they did. They put too much fucking cheese on the motherfucker. That's what happened. Jesus. Ugh. Domino's is good now. I like Domino's. And I like I like to try to beat them on the delivery. <laughs> but there's a place over here they get the water shipped in from New York. Uh-huh. And you know as a pizza restaurant basically thing, that water that goes in that dough is everything. Oh yeah. So there's people over here that, that I know from New York. It's called Mama Mia's. Mama Mia, yeah. And it is the best you won't find better pizza in Florida than over there. Because <laughs> they, they get they get the, the Mack truck to come with the water from New York and that's how they make their dough. So you know, like in New York or New Jersey or Philly. When you get a slice of pizza, there's all that white, like, dough shit. Like, when you pick it up, your hand's white with, like, powder. Yeah. And that's how you know that they're using uh, water from up north, or from the east. You know, nope. Pennsylvania, Jersey, New York. There is no comparison from that right over here on the beach. On Lake Worth Beach, which is right over here. It's called Mama Mia's. Wait, which way New is York. it? I know them really well. And they, they get it all shipped in. <laughs> what did Tommy say next? Wow. Here are your choices. What was his guest even saying? Number one. I no idea. <laughs> this was a weird, weird episode. This guy, this guy was on there because he ripped off Kellogg's, I believe, for like seven million dollars or something. This was a weird episode. Yes, this I was know, a weird. I was thinking one. the same thing. Finally, a weird episode of the show. <laughs> How lucky for Tommy that the pizza that's the best in the world is right across the street from him. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, right. at, at walking distance. And yet he orders from Domino's. <laughs> And hopes that the car gets hit by a train. Yeah. <laughs> well, he heard, he heard that Earthlings love winning and pizza. So, yeah. so he wants a free pizza. Number one, fuck this Fugazi water. <laughs> B, they make bagels with it too. Next, and they're not out the ass. <laughs> Four, trade water. For booger sugar. Lastly, singing, don't go chasing waterfalls to catch an alien. All right, for the first time ever, I'll go first. And uh, I'm going to go with bagels, too, because I feel like this is one of these guys who just likes to say anything that he thinks he knows. And I think he's going to go with the bagels thing. I'm going to go right to to Liam, who is uh, the first-timer. So wait, What's you think Tommy's you? an off-the-cuff kind of guy? <laughs> yes, I do. You don't think this is tightly scripted, Carl? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, I want to go with lastly, because I feel like that's the kind of random thing he would do. 
and think it was entertaining. Yeah. But I got to say, next, not out the ass. All of these are possible. That's the thing about this game. <laughs> no, not I out, put anything by him. It's like the kind of like thing that he thinks a tough guy from Brooklyn would say, but actually nobody in Brooklyn ever says that. I like that. Andy, what do you think? <laughs> Number one. All right. Fabazi water. Good news, because I picked four. So that uh, leaves lastly. Leslie. Oh, my God. So what everyone wants it to be secretly. <laughs> From New York, I know them really well. And they, they get it all shipped in. And they're not, like, out the ass or anything. Oh! They're just, like, you know, a little bit, like, a, you know, 50 Holy cents shit. more or something. The but they're, luck. like, the... The streak continues. The Amazing. The rookie, the rookie always wins. Wow. Congratulations. No, I know, what I, does that even mean? It was some <laughs> rationale on Leon's part, too. He goes, no, no, no. He's trying to say something. That doesn't make any sense, but he's trying to say something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's referring to the that's pricing. Good. Like, they don't charge a lot more to truck water, water? in New York <laughs> for the pizza. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, man. Now I get it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Up north, uh, Pete's where you get a big-ass slice where they got to flip the end of it. Right. You know what I mean? Like the real Italian shit. Right. You know, oh, it's fucking banging. <laughs> you you gain 40 pounds of that motherfucker. Whew. So you do that. Okay, so now you you got seven months out of that. Uh, what? <laughs> That's all for this time. Come back next time to find out if you have the New York water <laughs> to catch an alien. Brought to you by Subreddit Surfing, Wednesdays at 8 on YouTube. Subscribe today. <laughs> <laughs> Little Desi Arnaz there. Uh, gets me every time. All right. Well, congratulations uh, on your big victory there, guys. Yeah. Dude, that's not worth three dollars, Liam. <laughs> Do I get a trophy? What's the uh, What's the water like in Minnesota? They have good pizza in Minnesota. Terrible. Terrible pizza. Yeah, Minnesota. I believe it. But they have great poutine. I, I don't know what Ooh. that is. <laughs> all right, guys. What have we done today? I would say we've done it all. We talked about Bobby Bones and the Bobby Bones Show syndicated to over 150 markets in Canada, the UK, and the US. We uh, looked at Dr. Phil on Bill Maher's show talking incest again. Uh, obviously, Steel Toe Morning Show should not look at their numbers in the middle of the show. Surely should probably not drink so much on his show. Chad Zumach should stop lying at some point because it's getting ridiculous now and everyone's wondering what the fuck is going on. We hopefully, Patty is over the fact that um, we have a lot more Patreon subscribers. Now he's up to 22. Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe 23. Maybe Kinky Loco just did that now. I don't know. Well, I probably just got blocked, so it's probably 22. Oh, shit. God damn it. (laughs) I'll try again. All right. Yes. Keep trying there. (laughs) All right. So you know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Programming note. I am traveling on Saturday. It's the second Saturday in a row that my schedule is not allowing me to do our regular 2 p.m. broadcast. I apologize for that. So what we're going to do is I'm going to have my exclusive interview with Ski Mask. I believe we're going to have a Hannah update. Oh. We haven't talked to Hannah in a minute. So hopefully we're going to get her on and figure out what's going on and some other We don't need things. her. Did you check your email? Oh, shit. You're right. We don't need her. I do need to check my email. Good call. I came in uh, late here and I wasn't not, prepared. Not to derail the show. but mm, Too late. Well, yeah, too late. <laughs> too late now, isn't it? 
Um, well, I'll take this moment to uh, plug All Apologies podcast. We uh, just dropped the Michael Richards episode today, and it was a lot of fun to cover. I did um, the creep off this morning, and Vinny said he checked that episode out already. Oh, really? And loved it. Oh, nice. Very nice of Vinny to say so. Yes. I hope everybody gets a chance to find us on Instagram. You can interact with the show on Instagram. If you issue or demand an apology in the comments, we'll read it on the show. And uh, you can find out who we're going to do next week. Oh, you're not going to just tell us who you're going to do? I haven't decided. We're kinda, oh, yeah. We've kind of got a bunch in the can. We just recorded one about Chris Brown. We got Elliot Spitzer and Anthony Weiner and Tiger Woods and Ellen. These are all in the can, and I haven't decided. I, I will make a snap decision about what we're going to do. All right. Looking forward to it. The show is going fantastic. Um, I enjoy the concept, <laughs> and I enjoy what you guys are doing over there. Thanks, buddy. Sounds really good, though. If you listen to the first couple episodes, you went, I can't listen to this. Try again. Yeah, yeah. Thank they, you. They've figured it out. All right. Here's our virtual review girl who seems to be at uh, Chad's apartment. Let's see what she's up to. W-A-T-P. Hi, Carl. When you are done cucking, could you give me advice on the copyright strikes on my YouTube channel? As a thank you, I can give you some free catalytic converters I found under the cars in the Walmart parking lot on Dale Maybree in Tampa. I have one review for you today. It comes from Poopy the Clown Daddy on May 26, 2023. It is titled, Real Anus Tingling. This show makes me want to poop in a bag and light it on fire, just because that's more practical than these dum-dums. I get anal leakage to the sound of that stupid potatoes alien bit. Three. Two. Uh, I'm going to guess that's a five-star <laughs> Yeah, I would think review. so. All right. Don't bring see. me in this. One. That is a five-star review. I'm a sucker nice. for flattery, so here is a bonus review from Chaos Butterfly on May 27th, 2023. Oh. It is titled review underscore girl dot exe quote zero one zero zero one zero one one zero one one zero 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 one zero one 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 zero zero one zero. There is more binary, but I won't subject that. you to it. Essentially, it is talking about jacking into my port. I don't get it. Three, two. <laughs> By the way, I, I think this woman has too much of a personality. So now you're getting. Not only are your reviews being read by AI, AI is leaving reviews now. Yes, apparently. Get used to it. It's the new world we live in, all right? <laughs> I'm going to guess that's a five-star review. Yeah, I, think I would think so. One. That is a five-star review. Noise. That is all for now. Carl is a dork. All right, we got to name this review girl. Yeah, it should be a contest, I think. Okay. Cunt. Let's do a contest. Um, everybody, <laughs> everybody, name the review girl. A contest. And send in a Patty Seacup song parody. That's the, your um, ticket to entry is to make a song parody about Patty Seacups and give us a name for our new review girl. All right. Liam, I wanted to plug something for you, but you told me you had nothing you to know, plug. You know, I have a monthly show at the Improv in Hollywood. Uh, you can uh, June okay. 27th and July 31st. And I'll be hanging out in New York if anyone wants to buy me a big ass pizza slice with uh, real New York water in the month of June. <laughs> oh, you should go over to uh, Gebhardt's <laughs> and see what they're see what they're doing over there while you're in New okay. York. No original Tonys. <laughs> no Tonys. No original. No, no Tonys. famous Tonys. Jesus Christ, and we were in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it, it was so obnoxious. Everyone's screaming at us. And which cheesesteak we should get? Like, whatever. <laughs> I'm sure the suppliers are the suppliers are all the same. Yeah. So it's like, how much cheese was they put on it? Like whatever. 
All right, let's uh, bang through some voicemails real quick because we got to get on to the. Oh, bonus did you do the show. teaser though? Um, yeah, I talked about it. Hey, fellas, I'm oh. going to leave. Where have I a great been? one. <laughs> oh, oh, nice to meet you, Liam. Thanks so much, buddy. Thanks for thanks stopping for by, me. man. Sorry, I talked over everyone. No, you're fine. We'll talk to you again. <laughs> you want right, a real it. review before you move on? Even sure, though I don't really want to read this one. Oh, okay. Uh, I do want to hear five stars. This is from <laughs> J. John Sons Tran. Sons of Tran. A call to arms. Yeah. <laughs> Carl, a century ago, our ancestors saw a problem brewing in the fatherland and did what they could to solve it. Though they eventually failed, they put up a valiant effort. Now this problem seems to be rearing its ugly head again. We must band together to stop these shoolies from taking over all podcasting. We can do it if we all work together. Disavow. I just read them. <laughs> Is that a five-star review? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> all right, let's bang through some voicemails real quick. And then uh, programming note in 45 minutes, we'll be doing the uh, live, easy for you to say, part 14. Part 14. But it's not good to watch live because you're going to want to watch subreddit surfing at 8 right. p.m. Yeah. I know. I realize that. Yeah, Oops. what's up, Carlos? It's Paco. Um I just want to say, dude, um, I got a I got a a super retarded friend. His name is Jose, and I was like, I called him retarded one day. He goes, "Hey, you can't say that. That's the hard R. You can't be using the hard R." I was like, "What?" And it just reminded me of your show when these retarded people were like, "Oh, the hard R is in reference to retard," but we all know it's a reference to the N word. I, I don't know. It just kind of pissed me off. You know, what I'm saying I just kind of wanted to get that off my chest. And this is the first. Yep. Get it, I mean, Carl. All on. right, man. Shout out to Zuma. I think that was a shout out to Chad Zuma. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess his truck was going through a tunnel at that time. <laughs> he was calling me. So you can't use the hard R? So it's just attarded? I was actually surprised he said the Edward. I appreciate that, Paco. Thank you for censoring yourself. That was nice of you. All right, I think Chad called into the show. This is exciting. Carl, it's Chad. Listen, uh, due to some bullshit reason, I'm getting evicted soon. And can I crash at your new Florida place? I can get you an in with Burke Kreischer, or uh, I can help you write some jokes, or I'll clean your pool for you, man. Look, I'll, I'll even tell you the real reason behind the black guy. What actually happened... Oh! oh, oh. oh I didn't pay his <laughs> cell phone bill. Damn it. We were so close to learning. If people tell me that story, you could crash my place. Do you think Chad still sure. buys minutes on his phone every month? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God damn it. The new episode, the intro, perfect. Jesus Christ, you're... Oh, I love you. I love you, too. Okay, thank you. Hmm. Sounded like he was finishing. Yeah, Which I appreciate a it. little bit. Carl, I need you to stop talking about fucking Zoomoth, dude. It's Memorial Day weekend. I'm trying to get drunk and pass out. And I just woke up from a fucking nightmare because of you. There was some girl, we were at a gas station. She told me about how she was getting stalked by some guy. And then some motherfucker comes walking out of the bathroom with a Donnie Darko rabbit hat and a fucking latex bodysuit. He took the helmet off, and it was fucking Zumok. Oh, no. You're ruining my mental health. Don't call me back. <laughs> People are having nightmares about Chad Zumach from this show. That's not good. All right. Well, sir, consume way more. That's my advice to yeah. you. <laughs> Sleep right through those nightmares. Air to the dog. Just keep downloading episodes over and over again and listening. Carl, the whole fucking point of the dick show is the founding drama around it. The whole point of who are these podcasts is to listen to you review fucking shitty podcasts. Uh, I'm just calling in to agree with that guy. 
Uh, boomer drama sucks. Anyway, call me back. Smooches for Sean. You know, I hear I hear what you're saying, but if you notice the Dick Show, the hot goss has dried up a little bit, so we're now taking over as the hot goss show. Understood, buddy. Point noted. Call what up, man? Matter Matt, listen. Um, you want to maybe save MTV, or well, maybe you don't, but uh, you teaching the Z-Man some chords, Z-Man unplugged. I don't know. Could be good. Ratings gold. Could be trash. Podcast gold. Who knows? Everybody wins. Have a good Memorial Day, buddy. Later. Dude, episode seven, major sevenths. That's going to be an exciting episode. For <laughs> get ready for that. Things are going to get jazzy. <laughs> Call Matt and Matt. Oh, my God. Ed, the editor. Got to keep making those bangers. That song about Trucker Andy. Holy shit. I almost flipped my car. I'm driving, and he goes, Trucker Andy. I'm, oh, I'm dead. Good stuff. Later. Andy was not a fan. <laughs> Andy's not a fan of uh, the editor, I don't think. Eddie Tor. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Like Flo Rida. Yeah. Or Will I Am. Word association, everybody. <laughs> All right, last voicemail. Hey, it's Callback Curtis. You remember how Tony Michaels had that stupid fucking podcast where he just took a business call and then tried to reiterate what he just heard on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Tony Michaels, I know you're out there. Please do a pickup artist uh, podcast. Please. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. That would be incredible because we did that uh, episode, that Global Seducer Quickie podcast. Yeah. yeah. I think I told you how to pick up chicks. I'd love Tony Michael. Oh, could you believe? Oh, my God. Talk about yes. smashing puss. Talk about all these things he doesn't understand. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Now, uh, vagina is like a funnel. Yeah, right. Uh, Catch those drops. (laughs) Yeah. It's gross. (laughs) All right. Don't put any lube on it. I like to eat it dry. Cardiff, thank you for joining us, buddy. And thank you again for an episode of To Catch an Alien. I always appreciate it. Good one. Thank you. I guess the one I sent you, you'll use next Wednesday. I might use it this this weekend coming up. I'm going to do some some new content. Yeah, I might do some of that. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. That was a great episode. That was really great. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's it. over. Oh, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>